Hello and welcome back to Star Trek Europa. We have been away for an unfortunately long time, uh, mostly due to my being incredibly near dead. Um, I got stuck with the Rona and it didn't do me any good. And I lost three whole weeks to the Rona. Uh, well, two and a half weeks of the Rona and then a week to having to cover the shop, which had originally been scheduled for me. Uh, so uh, I am your host, Jeff Harvey. You can find me all the places at uh, Studio Tembo. So link dot, uh, link slash Studio Tembo. There will be a link uh, somewhere. I forgot to copy that link to put it into the chat, but uh, okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter and all that. It's there too. Uh, let's go ahead and, uh, do a quick introduction. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Uh, my name is Brian. I am playing, uh, Ensign Elizabeth Page amongst other characters. Uh, I have nothing to plug and, uh, please do not find me anywhere. Fair enough. Evelyn. I'm Evelyn. Uh, you can find me on TikTok at Caffeinatrix. You can also find me on occasion on St. Pete by Night over on Twitch, and I am playing Dr. DeSavi Onayan. Jack, go ahead. Yes, hello, I am Jack. I usually have lots of words to say because I have my own channel, twitch.tv slash The People's Ascension, and it's associated YouTube channel. However, I'm not doing much right now, unfortunately, uh, because things kind of fell apart with our, our latest season of RPGs Uncovered, but I am working to get a new one set up. Uh, RPGs Uncovered is a series dedicated to showing just how quick and easy it can be for you to learn a new TTRPG. Nothing going on right now, but if you're interested in learning some really awesome games, do go check check out my YouTube. We got uh, some cool sci-fi games, pastoral fantasy, uh, post-apocalyptic stuff. It's all it's all great stuff. Short stories, tutorials, everything you need to get into a new game. Uh, I think, however, uh, that and the uh, the VODs for uh, all of last month's charity games are all up on YouTube and uh, go catch up on everything I've been doing over the past year and uh, I'll get new content out soon, hopefully. Yeah, it's always the struggle, right? New content is ever well, so demanding. When you're relying on other people, because yes. I teach other people's games. So if other people's games fall through. Yeah. Yep. Indie creators. Yep. Gotta love I, them, gotta hate them. I understand <laughs> it. Um, as someone who is a collector of role-playing games and has a vast array of both moder uh, both uh, high-published and indie games, um, just talking to any developer sometimes, um, you you get the impression that you're not sure that they really thought about the game they made. It's a great game, but they're no longer on this game. They're on to the next project. And it's uh, tons of enthusiasm, yeah. only so much attention span. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, when last we left our intrepid adventurers, there some stuff had gone down. I want to go ahead and give another uh, trigger warning for this uh, episode. This is the third in a series. Uh, that is dealing a lot with bodily autonomy as well as um, personal choice and things of that nature. So there uh, is a potential for uh, conflict that people may not find suitable for all listeners. Um, listener caution is advised. Um, let's go ahead and do a recap. What do you got for us, Ev? I think you're the recapper. Yep. So uh, when we had started off almost a month ago now, um, the ship had been rocked by an explosion, knocking our sensors, comms, warp, life, uh, life support in some places, 
all offline. It was bad. Eagle was offline. Yes, it was bad. Um, <clears throat> the captain had shrapnel in his lung. Dr. Jawan was unconscious and bleeding. Um, Postra and Niala had uh, bridged some of Medbay's power to keep secondary computer core from cascade failure. Um, so Eva was for a while communicating solely via text. Um, in the Medbay, the EMH came online, got cut up by the SSH, Delphine um, got snippy with the SSH who got snippy right back with her, and finally she told him that if he's not going to be of any use, he won't help, he won't be of help, and tells him to go hand out supplies. Uh, got one of the engineers who came to Medbay to go take him, bring one of the uh, mobile transmitters. Silva got basic sensors back online. He went down to the arrow wing to use its local transporters. Um, suggested using Morse code to communicate transporting. Uh, Delphine hooked the captain up to his chair to keep his uh, cybernetics going because he was going to die in like an hour or two when he refused to leave his post. Uh, they got Joanne to the med bay. She was not doing well. Severe internal injuries uh, would, is going to require surgery and blood transfusions. The SSH got the med bay replicator online. We can make plasma, but can't make Hadal blood. It's too complex. Um, let's do. Uh, Captain contacted Starbase 173. There are no Starbase no com complications at the Starbase itself, but they had reports from 15 ships in seven different sectors with the same energy damage. We found out the energy came from a star in system 7271, which is an uninhabited system. John told O'Connor that his mom had had said that something like this could happen if um if a ship had been destroyed well in Slipstream. Um, O'Connor passed that information on to the captain, who I believe put her to task, um, making sure that we can detect and protect, her, protect that sort of energy wave and protect herself in the future. Eva had been unable to detect the wave before it hit us. Right. I think that is. Oh, and the captain ordered the flight team to tractor the ship off of our current course. I don't remember what was wrong with our current course, though. We were drifting into something problematic. I just apparently. You were also. Not. He also wanted to send you guys. He also wanted you guys to go to, um, where the, uh, a wave appeared to originate from. Mm -hmm. Right. We weren't going to do that in our current state. You couldn't. Um, right. When last we left, you couldn't actually go anywhere. Right. That's well, yeah. The flight team was tracking us off of our current course for some reason. 
Yeah. We're, we're just pointed in that direction now, so we don't fly into a gas giant or, oh, something, right. or an asteroid field yeah. or something. Yes. Yeah, so yes. There was something on our current course that was going to be an issue for us. Yeah. Yes. Um, that we had, I wrote down, like, we had two days. So whatever it was is going to kill us in two days if we didn't get the hell off course. Right. Which you did. Which we did. I believe that is all of the highlights. Okay. We have unfortunately lost Brian, who oh, will be back into the second. He messaged saying he was going to be, he'd gotten okay. booted off. <clears throat> um, I wasn't looking at Zoom, so I turned, I, I flipped that screen back. And I'm like, wait, there's not enough of us. Yes. Yes, we're short one. Um, and we're all askew now in the, in the feed. Um, so, uh, hopefully he comes back in the next few seconds. Let's go ahead and introduce, this is Dr. Jawan again, uh, it's been a couple oh. months. We have a picture of Nyala, uh, Lyra, who is the mother, and John. These are the characters we have thus far encountered on this. Um, and if I can remember any of them and how they played, that'll be great. Overrated. Uh, Joanne is incapacitated, right? She, okay. Right. Unconscious and incapacitated, so she's easy to play. Everyone else is shocked. Everyone else is fine, though, right? Correct. Okay. Riot is a pulsating green square. That's fascinating. That's how I've always visioned him. This true form. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little divine sight there. Oh Lord! Oh God! Not sure that, quite a transformation. I'm not sure that wasn't worse for a second. <laughs> You're still kind of greenish, and you have no volume, sir. It's a lot oh, of green. Oh. There's your sound, though. Okay, gonna have to, gonna have to do some green. Oh, uh, I see. You're on a different camera. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on a different camera. It's not supposed to be green. Uh, don't know what's going on there. Um, That's all right. It does appear to be like slowly clearing up, though. It does. It's it's yeah, doing okay. your, it's doing a white balance as it, as it goes. There we go. Mm. So okay, all better. Well, then I might, I might just have to use this camera. All right. Um, all right. With Welcome that, to live streaming, folks. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, fortunately, because of the way we, we transitioned to that, I can actually cut a lot of that out in the not live version of this podcast. Um, so with that, uh, the uh, when last we left, uh, the very end where we left, I believe there was talk of uh, trying to get the warp back online, but I was going to have something happen. Um, and I did not prep a ship. So that's okay. Um, test, test, test. Just want to make sure it's working. Yes. Yeah. You're, good? You're louder too. Good. You were super quiet. No, this is my better camera. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, with that, um, on the bridge, uh, the captain and company. Oh, I'm not sure the captain's on the bridge, is he? I have he to is. be on the bridge. He is, oh, he yeah. is tied That's to right. the bridge. You are not able to to, to depart. I'm jacked into my chair. So, uh, <laughs> you get a notification in from uh, whoever is currently manning ops, which uh, is not Yezabeth. She is currently in engineering, as I see. Um, she's doing some kind of engineering project. No, Yezabeth was heading to the bridge. Um, was she? Unless... Unless I have that wrong. I had 
noted that Tong and Yasmeth left for engineering and the bridge. Okay. When last we left them. Okay. Um, I just have them in different parts of the ship, so different parts yeah, of the I, screen. So I think that's. I don't. I don't recall specifically saying they were going anywhere. They were just trying to fix the ship, which meant going to other places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, uh, Yazabeth, you can be on the bridge because it doesn't hurt anything at the moment. Sure. Um, when uh, you get uh, Eva reports to you that there is a ship coming out of. Um, I want to do that yet. I mean, I really don't have a choice. Where we're going to start uh, a ship that comes out of. quote unquote warp um, appears before you. It is a large um, scale, probably five ship. Um, uh, is a definitely a, a distinctive design that you are not familiar with right off, but of course the computer can quickly identify it as being a uh, Hidali ship. Um, Hidal, Hidali, whatever I called them, ship. Uh, uh, and it begins hailing you. Uh, Captain, I got a message from an incoming Hidali ship. Uh, they're hailing us. All right, put them through. She'll put it through. Uh, this particular face appears. Starfleet vessel. I am to believe you are in some distress. Your Admiral Arlani contacted us and has informed us that you require assistance. I am Chancellor Brian of the Hidal Conglomerate, and we are here to offer aid. Well, Chancellor, that's very much appreciated. We are putting ourselves back together in short order. I believe I passed on uh, to our nearest star base uh, that one of your people visiting our ship uh, is in serious condition in our med bay. I would think that would be top priority, but we, uh, if we could use assistance with repairs, we will let you know. I was not informed prior to my arrival of any injured. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that is the case. Uh, Dr. Joan took a bit of a hit during Uh, the subspace wave. You get a sense, uh, you get a sense for your, from your empathy of, um, she doesn't show on her face, but there's definitely a sense of um, existential dread when uh, when you say that that is Dr. Jawan who is injured. She's stoic enough that it does not show up on her face, though. Can I get the sense? I don't know how to word this. Um, never mind. Our doctor currently has Joan as stable as we can keep her, but we are very new to your species. We don't know much about your biology and can't synthesize the needed materials. Mm. I do have medical personnel aboard. May we beam across? Of course, I'll have somebody meet you in uh, in the transporter room. I am unfortunately a little indisposed at the moment. 
but they will show you to your people. Indeed. And the screen goes dark. Um, and uh, since I don't really have a ton more for that, let's go ahead and just do our opening credits. So, who's going to be in the transport room? I'm assuming Tong. <laughs> Since he is the transporter technician. Let's say. Uh, is, is Tong otherwise busy with, uh, with engineering? He certainly could be. Um, no one really has to greet them in engineering if, unless, uh, unless you have a desire to have them greeted there. By I, I non, think I would just... I, I, would, I'd, I would call a security detail. Uh, just because that's standard yeah. procedure. Uh, no, it's not like a whole contingent of people with rifles. It's just, you know, yeah, the normal Starfleet. Standard, standard stuff. Um, How about Koba? And, we haven't seen him in a while. Who? Koba. Koba. Koba? Yeah, Koba could be there. Sure. If you want Koba there. Uh, yeah. I would also, of course, calm down to the doctor. Uh, Dr. Dasavi, we have uh, representatives from the Hidal uh, embarking, coming on board uh, to help you with your newest patient. Excellent. Hopefully one of them will be a match for the doctor. Copa. There we go. Um, in the engineering room, or in the transporter room, uh, aboard beams uh, the chancellor, as well as two others who appear to be uh, in medical attire, uh, and one who appears to be not at all medical related. Um, certainly some kind of protectorate. Um, the weapon that he has is uh non-energy based so okay uh koba will uh uh well uh welcome aboard the europa uh you'll forgive us if we don't uh go uh, if we don't do a standard standard diplomatic protocol we're kind of in the middle of a mess here uh uh where should i take should i take you to your injured to our sick bay i believe that would be most beneficial right this way and he'll lead them down the hallway. Um, you know the the two doctors are uh, they they don't they don't talk a ton. Uh, well, they don't talk really at all. Um, but they're definitely eyeballing the bullion, uh, having never seen a bullion before. Koba is talking enough for the both of them. Yes, it's <laughs> absolutely legit. Is this your first time about a federation ship? It is. I wow. Have, I have met with the Vulcan captain of the. Was the Mackinac or the Mackinac, but I have not been aboard a Federation ship prior to this. Well, you're lucky your first one's the Europa. If it had been the Mackinac, you'd, uh, you probably never would have gone on gone aboard another ship again. But the Europa, yeah, now that's that's a great ship. Indeed. 
Tell me, uh, what has happened here? Well, we're not sure. Some kind of uh, energy wave, from what I hear. And uh, yeah, I'm not exactly first to know these kinds of things, but uh, we we don't expect any more to hit the ship, which is good. Uh, but we're we're doing damage control up pretty much everywhere. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty nasty bit. I see. Well, the information that I have gathered from other ships in the region appears to be similar. I was hoping that the Federation might have more insight as to the actual cause, but something I will bring up with your captain, perhaps. Sure. Well, uh, I, I have no doubt that the, that the geeks are looking into it. Oh, sorry. That's an Earth term. That's what we call nerds. That's also an Earth term. That's what we call science people. I see. We call them assets. Uh, ah. That's good, too. Is I believe we are here. Yes, of course. I'll usher them in. Um, so in she walks along with the others. I assume that... Uh, COVID departs. He doesn't... He, I'm sure I'm sure he's got damage control stuff to get to. Sure. Also doesn't necessarily want to be here for any the savvy, you know, political stuff. Yeah. Um, so, as I said, she arrives in. This can go over here. Koba can go away. Bye, bye Koba. <clears throat> um, the. Uh, I I assume I don't know what's going on in sickbay at the moment. I know you were working. Um, um yeah, last when we last left uh the medbay, uh the Savi had the SSH replicating well the SSH had gotten the replicators up in Medbay. They were working on replicating plasma. Um so she would probably be she'd probably have Delphine is in on the bridge. Yeah, um, so I think probably have another nurse and the EMH prepping Joan while she goes while she's pouring through the information that she'd gotten from Alara and John and um, coordinating with like probably like talking with Eva about okay, this is the information we have, like essentially consulting. Mm -hmm. Did you scan John or just? I don't think I believe. I thought we scanned them both. Originally, we only scanned Liara or whoever Alara. you're calling her. Um, if if you did John later on, maybe. But I know originally it was only uh, Alara. Because to my knowledge, I, I has been operating under the impression that you had not scanned John yet. So. Um, regardless, uh, perhaps someone is doing it now. Um, well, he's in the library right now. Yes. Uh, although again, time could have passed, you, you know, um, if you need to have him scanned now, or if you want to do it later, uh, we can either way is fine. Um, well, and she would be, yeah, she would be calling for the other Hadal. Cause if I recall correctly from the information we had, Alara was not a match for Joan. Correct. Um, so she would be calling for the for Niala and and John 
um, to see if they are matches. Right. Um, I think so Brian was going to say that at the, at the moment, John and Alira were helping, had been helping in the library, but I also believe they had been kind of uh, dismissed from that position, just as just as uh, oh. just as Niala had been dismissed from the engineering division. Alira was down in the arrowing with with uh, Silva. Oh, John yeah. was in the library with O'Connor because right. O'Connor was keeping him occupied because he was very worried. Right. What were you going to say, John? Two anxiety uh, kids were, were putting their anxiety powers together. Right. What were you say, Brian? I actually just wanted to establish if uh, the, the we're reasonably able to move about the ship at this point. It's, yes. Is it fair yeah. enough that... Okay. Yep. Yeah, the, you don't have Turbolus back online yet, but other than that, yes, you can move around pretty effectively. And Turbolus okay. are probably active on some levels because the Chancellor's not going to climb up and down. Sure. Um, like, no, no, make this one work or I'm going to stand here kind of thing. Um. So for the most part, the ship is up and running. You're still down like uh, warp and your propulsion systems are, are not fully functional. Um, you also don't have, I think I said the last time you didn't have weapons yet. Um, but most of the internal and subsystems uh, f- that are essential for ship operation are moving around, are, are functional. So at least at partial function. So. Um, the chancellor, uh, is, uh, enters the room and says, where may I find, uh, Dr. Juwan? Over there, unconscious, being prepped for surgery. You are prepared for surgery? I'm prepared to do the best I can with the tools at my disposal. I presume you're the chancellor? Yes, I am Chancellor Brienne. These are my these are my personal physicians. Pleasure to meet you all. Um, you can scrub up over there. Uh, you know your people better than I. Do you happen to know offhand if any of you are matches for the doctor? We would have She's to see going the to records. Need, uh, she gestures to one of the doctors to begin looking uh, at your documentation, and the doctor kind of comes over and and does a, a gesture of supplication and uh gestures do you mind oh, nope. I bet um against digging through your your uh computers uh looking for well digging through your data that you have on Juwan's condition I should say not just like I'm gonna go right, take your work tech now <laughs> right um <clears throat> what's this Eva thing download that um <laughs> Uh, Brian, uh, Chancellor Brienne, uh, I do not think I need to impress upon you the urgency, the, the importance of Dr. Jawan. Uh, it is in- essential that we do all we can, as I'm sure you no doubt would do regardless, but uh, I, uh, I simply wish to press upon you, impress upon you the, the importance of the good doctor. Her survival is paramount. Um, As with all of the crew under my care, I will do everything I possibly can to survive to save her. The uh, one of the doctors says there are no compatible matches aboard our vessel. 
the information that we are finding here states that the only scanned Idal we have found uh, aboard this vessel is uh, Dr. Uh, is uh, Engineer Lyra, and she is also not a compatible match. We should immediately scan uh, all other Idal available. Given her condition, I do not believe she can be transported at this time. Oh, certainly not. She's <laughs> very touch and go. Well, where are the others? Uh, Eva, where are John and Niala? Uh, Alira was at the Arrowing, right? Yes. Alira's at the Arrowing, um, but we already know Alira's at a match. Niala yes. is in engineering. John is in library. Uh, Alira was la- had left engineering. She's on her way back to work. She was in her quarters now. Okay. Um, Niala is in her quarters, and John is in library access. Excellent. Um, we'll calm over. Niala and John, please report to the med bay. Oh, okay. Um, John looks at uh, O'Connor like, I don't know where that is. <laughs> oh, here. Oh, I'll take you. It's okay. And she'll stand up. They've been sitting on the floor um, and, and take his hand and lead him off to the med bay. Some very frantic note taking there, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm seeing things. I'm, I'm seeing things come together. Yeah. Um, Niala reports back is on my way. Um, does anyone have anything they want to do while those two are on their way to the sick bay? Um, I would like to get an idea of what the chancellor is thinking slash feeling, depending on how well guarded she is. Um, I have a very I am pretty sure, I think Dasabi's probably pretty sure that her definition of survival is paramount and do everything you can is is not quite the same as Dasabi's. Sure. Um, there's definitely a lot of concern. Uh, she doesn't show it on her face, obviously, but she is, there's clearly a, um, that feeling you get when a loved one is on, you know, is in a situation where they, you don't know if they're going to survive or not, but it's not necessarily, it's, it's, it's different than that, but it's like that. So it's not, there's no personal connection, it seems, huh. but it's more of a, uh, the president has been struck by a car. You're going to say like, you know, Kim Jong-un is not, not okay. Well, yeah, it's way more like, um, trying to think of a good example in the modern world. There really isn't a good example, uh, at least not in the U S so, Think like 1969, Neil Armstrong has come down with COVID. <laughs> so. What? <laughs> I literally cannot imagine that. So Neil, Neil Armstrong was so important to the world. Or someone, right. like, someone like Oppenheimer um, or Einstein. When Einstein got sick, it's, this is someone who is, um, when Robin Williams passed away, that kind of thing. Yeah. That, that it's going to send shockwaves across the entirety of their civilization. Um, okay that's uh-huh. the kind of feeling she currently feels like this person is that important um we haven't really portrayed her like she has been 
like we haven't really talked to Juwan, so we don't really understand necessarily why she has that feeling, but certainly that is, um, that is the level of concern she has. Um, and when she says paramount, she means, uh, if for a second she believes you didn't do everything you could, she will destroy your ship and kill all of you and erase you from existence because that's just kind of how she rolls. But you get the impression that's just kind of how she rolls just in general anyway. Like, like you erased my email, kill them all. You she know. takes board game day very seriously. Yes, there has never been an unflipped Monopoly board. Um, mm. Like she is not messing around. There's also a level of insecurity in there somewhere. You know, that whole imposter syndrome thing is back there just like it always is. Um, but that is what you get. Okay. Um, did anybody else have anything else they wanted to do uh, with a different character prior to them arriving in sickbay? No. Okay. Jackie got nothing. All right. Um, on the bridge, we'll do a quick one. Um, I forgot the, her name. Dasavi? Not Dasavi. Daphine. Ha ha. I didn't even look it up. Daphine is uh, frantically trying to, you know, adjust knobs and levers and wires and pokey bits into the captain. Like, um, this is working, but at some point, this is going to have to be undid. So, yeah. um, it's temporary, but uh, she'll be doing her best to make sure that uh, he's <laughs> uh, comfortable and uh, that uh, I mean, his state he's stable. Comfortable, he is you know comfortable. Comfortable with shrapnel sticking out of his chest, I, and I suppose I just mean able to do his job, <laughs> right? Uh, okay. Uh, if we don't have anything else, then let's go to. Uh, Niala and John both arrive. O'Connor is there as well. Um, arriving with John. Koba would escort them. Okay. Um, the Oh, the doctor is also there, but it doesn't, he's me, so it doesn't matter. Um, the SSH is also here, just as an FYI, because um, he's still undoing whatever he's doing, just in case you want to chime in as a character. Uh, I thought the SSH was being installed into a Halloran servitor bot. Uh, I think the bot was being prepped yet, so he hasn't okay. been transferred yet. Okay. Um, Is, would it be fair to think, say that Koba sticks around because uh, this woman has made itself very clear that she will do violence at the slightest provocation? She hasn't made it clear, but yeah, you're welcome to stay. I mean... It's, it's certainly clear to an empath, but... <laughs> Well, do you think that do you think that the Savi would ask uh, Koba to stay? Just in case. There is a security officer there with her, so and he is armed with a weapon, although it's like a weird kind yeah. of kookery. I'm just trying to think how. I'm fine with you being there just because it gets you in the scene. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally fine with him being there. Okay. I, I think at the very least, the Savi wouldn't stop him. I think her focus is probably more on let's let's save this woman. Um, so if he's just like, you know what, I've assessed the situation and I feel like I need to stay, she's not going well, to think to argue. I just know he doesn't know what the Sapi does. So I was just right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, At the very least, if they have a security officer, it would be fairly standard procedure for a Starfleet yeah. security officer to be there, too. Plus, plus, you know, you can get wrapped up in the idea of what's happening. So, because um, okay. Koba is the kind of guy I could just see being like, this is kind of 
there's some stuff going on. I want to watch it. <laughs> um, so either way, when uh, on the inside too, right? <laughs> when Niala and John arrive, they see the Chancellor, and they both. Um, John kind of takes a second to to adjust, but he they both appear uh, to. I don't supplicate is the wrong word. Um, Pay homage. Yeah, what's the genuflect a bit? <laughs> um, you know, this is you're meeting the president of the United States, essentially the president of Earth, as it were. Um, or someone to that caliber, anyway. Um, Niala says, Chancellor, I was not aware you had been in the system. Brienne, nor should you have been. The doctor needs your information to see as to whether or not Dr. Juwan can be assisted. And Niala, uh, who I don't believe knew, I don't, not sure if she knew that Juwan had been injured or not. Um, of course, absolutely. I am, I, I am here to serve. And she looks at John as well. And John just nods. Of course. Yes. So go ahead and give me a science roll, medicine roll. To get that data, which I'm pretty sure you already know the answer to, but. Thank you for following along in your book. You've figured out where this is going. Right. What is your character's name? Oh, Desavi. I don't know why I was looking for for the characters that I'm I'm playing on this sheet. That is definitely how that works. That's not how that works. Wow. Did you get a bad roll? That is some bullshit. Can't see it. Hang on. <laughs> there it is. Not a zeros. Got two zeros. Not. Well, um, the ship assisting won't help you there because you nope. got zeros. Well, not. Uh, you do have a giant ball of momentum up here in the corner. That we I'm, do. We should use that. You can use it however you see fit. Now might not be a terrible time, but then again, it's also not necessary necessary because the other doctors can scan too. Yeah. You can spend determination to re-roll even after you roll. You can. Yeah, let's do that. So which value are you using? Um... Those are Honestly, it's the best policy. Doctor knows best. With great risk comes great reward. Emotion in a crisis makes things worse. Probably doctor knows best. Yeah, I could possibly see that. Let's see. Yeah. Is this one of those... You failed to lockpick the door situation. Now we just have to stand here and twiddle our thumbs. No, it, it is not. What is like there, it, since we failed this role, there is a means to proceed forward, correct? There is, yes. Okay. Um, so do you want to do that or do you want to just move forward without having the role? It's really just giving you more information and having you guys build momentum, which I don't think does any good because you have six currently. So Yeah, we already have all the momentums. All right. So you scan and and you as you're doing your scan, um, you find that uh, you don't note any direct compatibilities um, in either Nala or 
um, John, although John does have, he could be a, a blood donor. Um, as far as some of the other things you were seeing, though, um, you just, your scanner's just like, yeah, I don't really understand what I'm reading here. I get it. It's a body. It's okay. a weird body. Um, the other two doctors, though, they proceed through the scans that they do, as well as the data that you provided. Um, I don't have any threat here. I should have me some threat. Um, and uh, after several minutes there, they tell you that uh, the they, uh, chancellor, it appears that um, given the extent of the injuries, while we do have some compatibility, there is a risk. However, it would require uh, extensive organ replacement. The only compatible donor that we have with any level of compatibility is John. The chancellor looks at John and yeah, yeah, yeah. It. no, it was it was <laughs> I wasn't really I, we were some telegraphing there. Right. Um, um, the counselor, the chancellor uh, looks at John and there's a look on the Nala's face. Niala's face of um and you get the sense that uh there's a, a definitive like sinking uh that's not good sensation um from both of them really but john much less so uh than Niala. brie uh the chancellor says then do it no i'm sorry You're talking extensive organ replacement. Blood transfusions, easily enough done. Yes. Minor organs, well, minor. <sighs> organs that one has surplus of, like a kidney. With John's permission. <coughs> Again, easily enough done, but how extensive are we talking? The doctor, uh, they would be critical, uh, critical for both patients. Without them, John would not survive. Niala again has the that the sensation of that's really not great, um, and. John is beginning to grasp a a sense of understanding of the situation. We can put the doctor into stasis until we can either betwixt your your records and our records and our technologies replicate the necessary organs. Or if you happen to have I don't quite know how your society functions if you have organ donors on your planet, people who have died whose organs are still viable. However, the moral and ethical implications of trading a life for a life 
the human moral or ethical implications? The Federation. I have. Ethical implications. We have our own physicians if you refuse to perform the operation. You can do them on your own ship. Prepare my patient for relief for transport then. She looks at the, the other guard. The boy shall go with her. The two doctors uh, kind of look around for a second and then Doctor, if you'll show us uh, if you could provide us with some instrumentation for several minutes. The Federation cannot and will not dictate what ethical standards you hold yourselves to. Excellent. But we also will not be party to this. You will not aid the doctors in preparing the patient for transport. I will not aid the doctors in killing someone else so that this person can live. I have made no suggestion thereof. The doctors have asked you for aid in transporting the patient. Please make arrangements. Turns to Koba. If you do not mind, I would return to my ship. Uh, I could escort you back. Uh, you know, we have this funny thing called asylum. The Federation offers it to people who may be in Lieutenant. Trouble. Lieutenant. Yeah, there's a, a distinctive feeling, sensation you get from the Chancellor. Like, yeah, try that. <laughs> she doesn't say it, but there's a distinctive... I don't, I don't think know. even Koba would have a problem understanding that that was an impression. I don't know. I don't know why I brought that up. Just out of the blue. I'm full of non-sequiturs. I talk too much. Is my real problem. And then he'll uh, set about escorting. Uh, Dasavi will turn to the CMH, the EMH. Um, Please stabilize the doctor as best you can for transport. I shall return. And she will go find the captain and on the route call for Alara to put her in the ready room. Okay. <laughs> the ready room that the captain can't go to. <laughs> well, she doesn't know that yet though. Right, right. Um, okay. Koba uh, is escorting the chancellor and her bodyguard to the transporter room. Uh, you arrive on the bridge. Elira is, has already been escorted into the uh, ready room. You are informed this by anyone on the bridge, probably O'Connor, not O'Connor, the other one, your other one. Mills. Mills. That one. one. I mean, I feel like she'd probably notice the captain strung up by wires yeah oh yeah no as soon as you're there you just just you you get the defeen is like using a tricorder to massage the captain's you know still beating heart kind of thing not quite that bad but you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) 
She's making frantic adjustments on the thing. Like, hey, you know what? It's not designed to keep people alive. Chairs. <laughs> it's not really a, a life support mechanism. So. Can't we make do? Can't we uh, make do? <laughs> yep. She, she notes this, looks at Delphine with impressed approval. Uh, Captain, we need to have a conversation. Actually, I don't need to say a word. Telepathically, yep. they want to harvest John to save Joanne. I told them the Federation won't stop them, but we also won't assist them. Yes, fortunately, we can have this conversation telepathically, so I yes. will respond in kind as the two of them just kind of stare at each other while this nurse is like poking me with bits. <laughs> anyway, it's very awkward since I just know one of the bridges talking. Yeah, but there is a conversation clearly happening. <clears throat> that does not terribly surprise me. However, I share the concern and distaste for it. I assume you've made it clear you'll have no part of it. Absolutely. They are preparing her for transport to their own ship. Is she stable enough for transport? No. I would impress upon the Chancellor that that is the case, and that doing so may solve our problem for us. I informed her as such. Um, I have called Alira, and she just, like, kind of, as she says that, gestures up toward the ready room where she's probably standing looking awkward. Um, well, she's probably in the ready room, I would imagine. Oh, she's probably in um, just kind of head nod toward the ready room then. Take it her fake, yeah. I guess, permission. If she doesn't consent to this, I mean, John is a child as much as a child can or cannot consent. Um, I think we should put asylum on the table. We are quickly approaching a diplomatic crisis here. I know. We could offer asylum. Or more appropriately, we could leave the idea of asylum in a noticeable location for them to pick up and request it themselves. But I don't know if we're in any position to be able to uphold that. If that is the case, I will protect the ship and I will protect Federation values. But the Europa is no match. He nods silently towards the view screen to that out there. Not right now. Understood. We need to look for other alternatives. Or at least stall tactics. I offered to put her in stasis 
until organs could be replicated, until they could find other donors from more uh, time of life appropriate avenues. It wasn't even considered. Well, I think if our doctors and their doctors come back after realizing that the transporter pad will likely kill her, we may have a bit more time and a bit more leverage to present other opportunities. In the meantime, I'll reach out to the Admiral again and see if we can get some proper ambassadors on this. Well. I'll I'll switch to uh to verbal communication. Well, doctor, I would join you in the ready room to discuss this issue with uh with Alira. However, our uh, lazy doctor here has or lazy nurse here has not seen fit yet to install my chair with a hover pad. <laughs> I don't know what Captain. she's doing down there. Captain. I'm, I'm quite certain she's working on her her engineer going back to academy to get her engineering credentials as we speak. Captain, it's never a good idea to call the person who's literally holding your life in her hands uh, uh, lazy. She's obviously joking. That's not a problem. Yep, yep, yes. <laughs> Uh, everyone could use a little extra motivation now and then. As his arm twitches. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're going to head into the ready room. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, I, I would, while she's doing this, I would yeah. like to, uh, I'm just going to, to work on my integrated command chair pad here mm-hmm. uh, and put together a text document to report to the Admiral. And I would like it very well rec- uh, encrypted and sent out discreetly. Sure. It might be picked up, but I'd like it encrypted in case it is not. Uh, I'm not going to do this over normal yeah. uh, vidcom. Gotcha. <clears throat> you could do an encrypted channel as well a secure channel but uh rather than hashing it all out uh the doc is the way to go mm-hmm. um anyone have any uh let's see what is i forgot what no nah, we'll just stay on this track okay so you get into um the ready room and uh Ilira is there Alira, not Ilira. Um, there's a huge mess in this room because, you know, it partially exploded and there's right. much blood all over the floor, um, both of the captain's color type and of the Hidal's color type. So kind of a bluish greenish color. Nasavi walking in the door and seeing the scene um, looks apologetically at Alira. If I'd known the state of this room, I would have chosen a better meeting place. My apologies. The captain is uh, severely injured. The captain is, well, he's fine. (laughs) 
It's a Tuesday. <laughs> I installed the hardware in them. I know how it works. It's fine. We'll get him fixed up later. He's fine. He's been better, but he's fine. <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's just a just at a limb. It's fine. Dr. Jawan, on the other hand, is in critical condition. Um, there's definitely a sinking of spirits at that. Your doctors and your doctor inform me she will need extensive organ transplants. And your son is the only one in range who is a remotely compatible match. Um, it doesn't take an empath to 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 catch the uh, fear that she the, the fear and and more it's really less fear and more terror that comes across her uh, her face and mind. Um, she kind of goes to the exact pose right there, actually, uh, with her hand up and her eyes are a little bit welled up. I have informed your chancellor. We do have the technology to put the doctor in stasis. Our replicator technology is quite impressive. Um, it would take some time and some merging of your computer's data and ours. <clears throat> but I believe, I have no reason to not believe, we could replicate adequate organs at least to get her back to your home world. Um, so just as a, as a Star Trek lore uh, um, knowledge base for your character that you would know. Okay. Um, there is experimental technology that has been used to replicate, directly replicate organs using the DNA of the person that was there, right? So that's something they did with Worf. The yeah. other technology is illegal in the Federation, and that's cloning. Those are the only real options you would have. And cloning is illegal in the Federation. Now, you could right. make the argument however you want that you're not cloning a person, you're just cloning pieces of people. Right. Um, so yes, the technology certainly technically does exist. Um, it is by no means a guarantee, though. So... But yeah, that's just because the doctor would uh, would certainly know those things. Okay. So. Okay. Um, all right. So we'll retcon that a bit. Um, you haven't said anything. It's, you haven't said anything that's out of sorts yet. I mean, it, if Dasavi is convinced that she's this is the better way to go, then by yeah. all means, you okay. can do it. It's just technically, possibly, you know, break a law or two, or or or, uh, or use technology that is technically unproven. So. That's fine. That's that's right in her wheelhouse. Yeah, that's why I didn't refine. I didn't say anything until just now. So, okay. <laughs> um, all right, back to that. Um, your chancellor seems content to go with the most immediate option. Um, however, I think you should go into this with eyes wide open. Um. And to that end, and she will um, 
push some some buttons on her pad um, and flip it around to her. She will give her an overview of the experimental tech. Um, we'll leave out the for now because it's legalish. Um, and sort of like a potential outcomes, things of that nature, and buried in that information, there's just going to be an accidental report isn't really a, the a link to asylum. <laughs> right. About about the Federation's asylum yeah. Follow this wiki page to asylum seekers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a, a page of various Federation policies and medicine and just weirdly that happens to be in there. I don't uh, weird copy paste something or other. I don't know. Editors, we need better editors. Yeah. Um she picks up the thing, but you can tell that she's certainly not um processing what she's you know what her eyes are seeing um she she sets it down after a second of looking at it um what are what what is the extent of juan's injuries just, what without john what is her chances of survival Without John, with time and our tech, it's still pretty touch and go, but I think it can be done. How long can you keep her sustained in stasis before... Uh, brain damage. The answer to that would probably be no more than a couple of weeks. A week or two. Um, it should be sufficient enough time to get her to get either her back to your home world or to get replicated what we need replicated. And um, and if if John were to help her, he would not survive. No, but what would her chances be? He's not an exact match there is still a good chance that her body would reject his organs. <sighs> Trading a life for a life is tragic in and of itself. Wasting a life on a... I don't relish the thought, Doctor. Don't... Don't mistake what I'm. Uh, I know what I am, and I know what my son is. And I know the impact we will have on our civilization. Dr. Juwan 
is something else. I, I do not have any desire to sacrifice my son. And if there is another way, then I mean, we should, that is the route we should take. But Dr. Juwan has transformed our civilization. If she dies, that transformation could end. That is... It's a difficult choice. I need to... Um, I need a few minutes, if you don't mind. And I need to... If there's a way to contact... Do we have long-range communications back on? Is it, is it possible for me to contact... Um, John's father. Take all the time you need. Eva, what's our communications situation? At this time, we have minimal long-range communications. However, using relays, I would be able to reach the Hidal homeworld. It may take me some time. That's fine. Because you didn't tell her to turn on privacy mode. She's been listening the whole time. <laughs> yeah, no, fine. Uh, let me take you to a less messy room, though. You can imagine it's difficult to think in here. Um, and she'll pick the pad up and press it back into her hands. And take her, I don't know, somewhere. Some some other room that's not full of blood and debris. Oh, yeah. There's a conference room. Um, thank you, Doctor. I'm. Thank you. Of course. All right. Uh, with that, let's go down to engineering. Um, down to engineering, the Tong and Kostra are working on. Uh, getting some of the warp systems back online. Um, there was a, a there's a significant amount of damage to the warp system. Um, there was a, a oh my goodness, excuse me. Um, Niala and Coaster had earlier solved a problem with a containment issue, um, and they used some uh, other than standard means to do so. Um, so now it is a matter of untangling that mess. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do this as a extended gated challenge that's something we don't we've never really done anything on the show um and i kind of want to try it out so there are two gates um which basically just means that before you can proceed to the next challenge in the extended phase you have to complete those um the difficulty on the first gate is going to be one Ooh, one difficulty or the magnitude the difficulty is one. Okay. The magnitude is going to be three. Okay. Uh, the resistance is going to also be one. Okay. Uh, and then there will be a duration, uh, whatever they call that. Interval. Work. Uh, interval. Yeah. Uh, work also, yeah. Work, work will only be 10. And then the interval will be... Uh, one hour. Uh, yeah, one hour for the first one. Um, the second task, and I'm going to write these down. Uh, difficulty 
uh, will be two magnitude. No, go down. I should have written these out beforehand, but you know, I'm smart. Magnitude will also be three. Resistance will also be one. Work will be 15. And the interval. Interval will be two hours. And then the final interval, uh, the final gateway is just three hours of time uh, because that's the restart of the warp engines. However, if you want to do it faster than that, there is a sequence for being able to do it faster, um, which I don't remember the difficulty off of, but I can look it up real quick. I think difficulty is three, but um, so that's what you got. Uh, you're looking at somewhere between three and five hours before you can get to where you can start the engines. The normal startup sequence of the warp drive is three hours. That is something established in next gen. So, so what are the two challenges? Uh, the first one will be uh, running the electroplasma, re rerouting the electroplasma systems, electroplasma systems. Um, and the second one will be uh, adjusting the, the, the deuterium flow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Kostra will get started on that deuterium flow uh, issue. Uh, he'll uh, push the sleeves of his uniform up and get to work. All right. Uh, Step one is the EPS conduit. So we'll start with that. Um, and then the deuterium, because you can't do it's gated. Oh, so you have to do one before the other, right? Gotcha. I thought, well, I thought you meant that. Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah. I, I suppose I could switch them around which one is which, but. Uh, no, that's all good. Um, so Kostra is going to get started on the EPS conduits. Uh, he's going to start stringing them all over. Uh, you know, he'll he'll be like going down hallways as if they were cave tunnels, uh, just unspooling EPS conduit in order to try and circumvent bad bad uh, uh, circuits and just start laying it down. All right, go ahead and give me a roll and. Uh, if Kostra is in the lead, then uh, Tong can assist. Okay. Uh, talents don't apply when assisting, do they? No. They I do. don't they do. I think they do. Yeah. Okay. Do. The only thing is you can only roll one and you can't use termination when you're assisting, I don't think. Gotcha. Although I may be wrong with the termination thing. I think you can. Yeah. There's nothing that says you can't. I mean, it wouldn't make a difference to me either way. I mean, if you want to use determination, I'm all for spending that stuff. I think it's great, um, especially if you've got values that you can use. I mean, if you want to do the lead on this role, I can do the next one. It, I mean, it, it's an extended task, which means we kind of both get our own roles. Kind of. That's yeah. you're, you're thinking of um, uh, the scientific method thing. Well, the, I mean, the scientific method is an extended task. It is, but they're... Well, presumably, this will take us more than one interval to do. Yes. So, oh, I mean, yeah. he could roll this one and I could roll the next one. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So I'll go ahead and... I can do the first one. I'm going to go ahead and spend a couple momentum. Uh, I'll spend three. Let's use some of that. Uh, do my, does my emergency repair uh, focus apply? I would say no, because you've already done the emergency repair. Now you're trying to get an actual repair. Oh, come on. This isn't an emergency. 
uh, uh, you did the, fixing you, your last emergency. We're fixing repair. the last emergency <laughs> repair. Is the thing like, you could do it as another emergency repair, but then you're just going to keep doing emergency. You just keep patching the boat. You know what I mean? What about my troubleshooting focus? Yes, that would apply. All right. I'll, I'll say uh, we need to make sure this thing's running, uh, running flawlessly. I patched it up for now, but uh, I'll be damned if I'm going to let a half a, go, a job go half finished. Let's boot her up and see where see where we are. Uh, and then I'll go ahead and roll that engineering roll. I will assist. All right. And I have a talent. Whenever I succeed at a task using reason or control as part of an extended task, uh, we may ignore up to two resistance for every effect rolled. Okay. Okay. So uh, we roll the work now. Um, it's two plus engineering. And you said the difficulty was one, right? Yes. So you've got five, four momentum, one, two, three, four momentum. Yeah, uh, we'll put all we'll put all of that into into work. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. For this one, this one's difficulty ten. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, so that is that's ten. Ten total. Um, With great. one, uh, two effects. Which means we ignore four resistance, which is all of it. Right. There's only one resistance on this one. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, so you managed to actually get 10, which is a magnitude. Uh, and then, because you got five, and then you get a second magnitude for actually reaching 10. So you have two magnitude. Okay. So the, uh, the, the, the engine uh, uh, spurts a little as, uh, or, you know, you can hear the as it boots up but it's not quite there uh coaster will hit it and shockingly that does not fix it fix anything so he'll look to co or he'll look to uh tong uh and see uh any ideas oh uh yeah it, it it looks like it's just about there i'm tracing the eps lines now and man you and your new girlfriend really did a number on this uh if we reconnect this one here i'm gonna have to cut that and move that over i, I think i could i think i could do this it might, it might take me another hour or so but I, I i think i can fix your mess sir i mean um i i will have i will right away sir i'm gonna pretend i didn't hear that any thank of that. you sir back on back on uh back on uh my back where i come from we call that uh we call that wrench brain it's when you your mind's focused on the job and you and you say something stupid to your manager right right very very exciting work here uh just just got caught up in in the excitement of uh redesigning an entirely new eps grid all right let's let's do it so go ahead. I'll go ahead and assist your role. We'll come back to that role. Mm-hmm. So. Presumably, uh, there's space between this two hours of work. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, you're, yeah. It's that's why it's intervals, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, so, uh, with in in that time frame, the good uh, SSH has been uh, uploaded to a functioning droid body. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do what you want with him now. Uh, Pretty much anywhere because he's no longer stuck in sickbay. 
Um, I imagine the bridge still doesn't have its emitters back online because that's not a high priority. Uh, um, yeah, I think he would prioritize, he, he would make himself available to assist in the repairs of strategic assets like okay. shields and weapons. weapons. And, Ooh, um, good Lord. Maneuvering thrusters, stuff like that. Right. Okay. Um, with that, then uh, does anyone want to have a conversation? Does before we get back to Alira and whatnot, uh, any or the you guys aren't in sick bay, so there's nothing going on there as far as you guys go. Um, does anyone want to do anything else on the bridge or between Dasavi and the captain or Daphne and anyone else? Uh, um, Isabeth, anybody else that wants to do something? When the immediate emergency seems to have uh, faded, uh, I think uh, uh, Daphne will politely suggest to the captain that uh, we unhook you and take you to sickbay for more permanent solutions. I think our good doctor has her hands full with our current medical crisis. If I'm stable here, I'm stable here. If you insist. I, 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 I will remind you though that the uh, that this is a temporary solution. I cannot be absolutely sure how long it'll last. I recall there was a a captain once, uh, Pike or so, who who was supported by a chair for a good dozen or two years. We'll be fine. Didn't he communicate by a series of beeps? Yeah, so we're already functioning better. I'm sorry. All I'm hearing is beep, 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 beep. You should get that looked at. <laughs> She'll uh, give give a small smile uh, and uh, get back to her instruments. <laughs> All right, Dasavi, what are you doing? Um, I think Dasavi would like to consult with the EMH, EVA, and the SSH about replicating these organs and how quickly and efficiently we can get it done. Okay. Um, I'll be head back down to sickbay for that since that's where the EMH is and he can't go yeah. anywhere because he doesn't have a body to upload into. <laughs> um, nor do I think he could upload at the moment. So um, you head back down to sickbay. Uh when you get there, the the two doctors that were, uh, you know, the two Hadal doctors appear to be extremely frustrated, and they have been, um, they're standing out in the not the not the hallway, but uh, not the medical, not not the actual uh, treatment suite where the doctor Juwan is, um, and you can see that you see and sense that they are uh, very displeased by this positioning that they are in. Um, uh, a couple of the nurses keep telling them, but the, the doctor told you you have to wait here. Uh, he's working on. And then there's some random gibberish that you don't recognize, but it sounds vaguely medical. Yeah. Um, like they're clearly like not using medical. There is medical terminology that doesn't fit where it belongs, where, where, where it's being. Said, right. You know, um, right. Uh, uh, and the doctor is in the, the, not the surgical suite, but the, the, the prep suite, um, which is in another room. So you can go past them and into there if you wish. And I assume you've called the SSH down there who is probably yeah. wrenching and then is like, God damn it, I was just down there a minute ago. Um, 
<laughs> I imagine. I finally get out of there. They have another hologram specifically for this. <laughs> He's not being useful. I'll use up his code allotment. <laughs> um, going into the room there with the doctor? Yeah. All right. And she'll just kind of... Um, I don't think she's even going to acknowledge the other doctors at the moment. She's just going to brush past, uh, looking busy. Okay. Dr. Onette, I'm glad you arrived. The, these barbarians have been trying to take this patient. I have managed to stabilize as best I can, as per your instruction. However, um, I am not willing to, at this time, relinquish care of my patient. To anyone other than you. Appreciated. Um, I have a challenge with a lot of us here. Um, I presume the SSH is here at this point, or is he, are we still waiting on him? Probably right. arriving. You see the same thing that that you know. That she saw the doctors are out in the hallway. Um, the nurse points and says, Dr. Renate would like to see you. To the SSH. Oh. And he'll just walk right in. Yeah. Excellent. In, in, in a Halloran robot body. <laughs> yes. Eva, you're here as well, yes? Yes, doctor. Excellent. So... I am going to do my best to convince the Chancellor to let us put her in stasis while we replicate the organs she It's going to be difficult with... It would be difficult with species that are well known to the Federation data. We have now two Hedali Samples in our database. Fortunately, one of them is the patient in question. I think up to four. All right, four now? Yeah. All right. Well. Oh, well, no. Double R Because you, you failed the roll on the one. So, yeah, you're, you're at two. <laughs> With your extensive knowledge of the Halloran system and being the Halloran system. Eva and EMH with your superior processing and my practical knowledge, I think our foreheads together, we can get this done. I know it's not going to be easy. On any front. The EMH is, is like, how do you intend to replicate these organs? There is nothing on the ship designed to do precisely that. Ingenuity. We do possess enough biomimetic gel that we possibly could clone the organs, and we do have equipment that could be repurposed for that. Uh, I do not have to remind you, though, that that is not something Starfleet um, would look kindly on. 
Well, I think they'd look a little more kindly on that than killing a child to save, well, anyone. But that is a problem for me, not for you to worry about. Yes, I can't be court-martialed. I'll do whatever you want. But the reminder is appreciated and noted. We would need specific equipment, though, looking at the... Which I believe is a what a requisitions droid is for. <laughs> Save the snark. Yes, yes. I am unfortunately bound to this limited form at the moment. I will be seeing towards the repair of more suitable uh, arrangements for myself in short order. Yes, I believe one of the many system upgrades that I have suggested and proposed to yourself and the captain has included uh, integrating more Halloran systems into our uh, medical and organic replication systems. However, such facilities may take time to replicate. If you had heeded my suggestions, in the months previous, we might not be in this situation. Again, save the snark. We can argue about all of these things later, when we have time. Well, I can't say I'm very good at replicating kidneys. I've not had to dispense any of them in my role of quartermaster for quite some time. However, I can look into uh, putting together some sort of fabricator for this biomimetic gel and leave that in the uh, adequate hands of our holographic physician here. However we get it done, let's try the method the Federation's going to be least angry about first, and if we can't, well. As the EMH pointed out, you two can't be course marshaled, so you'll be fine. Eva chimes in, they can't be court marshaled, but they can be reintegrated into my systems, which I do not require Federation assistance for. And she just kind of, you get the impression that she's kind of, there's a, like a smile on the end of her voice there. <laughs> Have we ensured that all parties with vested interest in this endeavor have been adequately secured leave the convincing to me i'm hoping the chancellor will agree to this route if not well we'll set that diplomatic bridge ablaze when we come to it well perhaps we can simply clone her too don't tempt me. A little genetic modification. It's doable. Yeah. We have the technology. Turn about a fair play. Um, so the, the doctor, the SSH, and Eva are going to be setting off to um, set up a replication system. That's what you want them to do? Yep. Um, um, I will make sure that I'm certain she already is, but uh, that Joan is as stable as she possibly can be to be transported back to the dull ship. Yes. It's not a real high chance that she's going to survive the transport. It's, yeah. you know, less than 50, 50, yeah. probably more like 30% that she'll survive the transport. Um, now she could possibly be transported by shuttlecraft, which would improve her odds, but not 
like really moving her at all at this point is not ideal because she's hooked up to machines that I assume you don't want to send with them. Could, could a skilled hand at a transporter uh, make that an easier make that the odds go up? Uh, it, I, yeah, I mean, you could if you got talents and things that could do it. Sure, uh, the difficulty is just significantly higher uh, for the transport, but it's not impossible to do. Um, I would say the difficulty is probably four to do the transport. You get the night enough determination and um, talents and whatnot. You could probably reduce that to one or two and make the roll. And, and I don't if think you fail, we it's horrible. want the transport to work. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't think we want her trans transferred uh, in any means. Like, I just wanted to be clear if yeah. it was like a flat, uh, flat thing or something we could approve if we needed to. No, yeah, you absolutely can do it. Yeah, it, it, it would just be one of those things where if you fail the roll, you've probably killed her. Well, not probably, sure. you've definitely killed her if you fail yeah, the roll. So. Fair, fair point. What is the likelihood that the tech that we use to save um, Gates could be applied in assisting with with replicating or cloning or what have you what we need for Joan. um which one is which character what, who did you say yeah. uh, cassidy yates we use the her her signature from the transport oh, they right. transported over yeah yeah in a different episode with different writers it's totally possible because okay. that happens in every episode like it's yeah. te- transport technology is one of those things where like yeah we could just reset her to an earlier state but that's also you know just kind of depends on the episode <laughs> so it depends what's more interesting story-wise for right, us right right yeah. yeah um i would say yes you could probably do it difficulty is going to be even higher and since difficulty maxes at five um let's say it's a five difficulty and a maximum uh complication range probably yeah that it, wasn't an easy roll the first time it wasn't an easy roll no. the first time yeah. she was in a lot better condition and yeah. a lot less removed from the problem right right um but we do have a massive momentum that could be. Well, you've got applied. three. Now. Oh, yeah, you have the giant one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is not the ideal solution, but you certainly no. could try it. Um, okay. And that's one of those things where, again, it just depends on the writers of the episode. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, Star Trek, I hate you. <laughs> um, just embrace the camp. Embrace the camp. I just like the camp applies only to certain episodes. Some episodes are way better written than others. And sometimes a transporter is the solution. Sometimes out thinking a computer is the solution. Um, and, and sometimes just reading the first paragraph of the constitution is the solution. So <laughs> there lies madness. Just embrace it. Right. Right. Yeah. As long as it's not always the solution, you got to have a different campy solution every time I mean, you've used that one. You can't do it again. <laughs> um, so uh what does anyone want to do now i now might be a good time says there's not much more the doctor can do there so it might be not a bad idea to get the captain out of his chair uh um unless you just want to spend your whole time in the chair which you can do i mean he seems pretty he seems pretty set in that chair man (laughs) i tried talking about him this time he's going to try and catch the chancellor before she actually beams off board um and otherwise Oh no, the chancellor's already gone. She left right away. She okay. went straight away. Um the, the boy, however, has not gone immediately as he had to collect some things from his room for whatever reason, you know, not like he's gonna use them. You know. But so John is back in his quarters. Uh Niala is also back in her quarters. 
Um, Alira is probably on her way back to her quarters before talking to you again. Um, the Chancellor's off the ship. Dr. Jawan is in sick bay. Where would like to pick up again? Um, we had last left off with us. Do a quick jump back to the uh, the next role on the on the uh, the engineering engineering, um, and then we'll do whatever we want to do as far as Alira and company goes. This was going to be a tong roll. Uh, it was to finish the EPS conduits. You've already got your workload uh, registered out, so all you really got to do is get um what five successes? No, like one success. You got to get like one actual success. Oh, is that all? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I mean, difficulty is still one. Your resistance is still one. So you have to get, I guess, technically three. Okay. So we've... I'll ask about the logistics of this later and just believe you that we only need one net success okay uh control engineering i have my focus in electro plasma power systems and my value so i will uh you know what let's just go ahead and i'm, I'm good at this let's take a momentum see if we can't generate more momentum that's uh, so why we roll three dice there and there we go and then of four course, successes of course uh the coaster can also assist not that he needs two because you already succeeded but Actually, could I have uh, uh, could I have Yezabeth assist? Yeah, we okay. have her leave the bridge and go help. How did she get out from the bridge? You know, re- yeah. re- re- reroute stuff. Yeah, Good. alter the boot sequence or something. Yeah. Uh, with my, uh, you said troubleshooting would apply, so I'll do that again. Nice. All right, so a ton of successes. Uh, is there a button on here for rolling work? Uh, challenge dice? Challenge dice. Yes. There we go. Yeah. You uh, add, add two, two plus two, engineering. Two, right. two pleasure discipline, yeah. Yeah. There we go. And that gives you three momentum back. So one, two. Uh, and I can ignore the three. resistance because of my talent and all of those effects right so you get another one of these one two three four five six you're back up to six momentum awesome Um, and your effects do your thing uh you didn't need any additional work because any work beyond the work track counts as a success and the work track as far as i'm aware does not reset although there is some contention on that uh from something i read by the other day um so as a quick uh reminder how the rule works you've reached your difficulty um, you succeeded, you passed your difficulty, reduced your resistance. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six successes, six successes, uh, at a difficulty of one with one resistance, you have enough successes that gives you four momentum. Um, you've gone over the workload, uh, which counts as a uh, magnitude. Um, you would actually gotten two magnitude for that. So you actually have four, but you only needed three. Uh, so you succeed and that task is complete. Uh, is it is it spending moment excess momentum or spending effects that allows me to do flashy things? Uh, momentum. Okay. Well, then I won't worry about it. Um, I mean, you have an extra success there, so you could pretty much spend some 
you, know, you do it you do it in an, in an exceptional way um yeah uh tong has been playing around with uh the what were what were those guys who hunted the space whales they had some pretty sophisticated oh, programming uh, technology didn't they yes yeah the people is what they're called the the yeah, um, the, the jadara or something the, yeah something the like jarin? that yeah. the and haroon or something like that right uh they had some pretty sophisticated um programming and like engineering tech right yes yeah, and he got a he got a look at that, and some of the uh, they had something similar to like an organic system in there. I think yes. uh, Tong has been playing around with sketching out new ways of tying together the EPS systems and the organic components of um, of the Europa and the Bionero gel packs. Mm-hmm. So I think he like he introduces some completely new EPS conduit schematic into this. Um, also with working with the technology of the, uh, the Hidal, you've also that, cause that's what they were working yeah. on before. So that's true. Um, the Bonanue is the name of the, that's the, what it was. the, yeah. the race, the, the Jaren Haren is the group that you were with. Right. Right. Uh, and this exploration stuff really, really has its benefits. I, I've, I've put together a whole bunch of new, uh, new, new schematics and, and, uh, EPS conduits, uh, ideas here, this, this, uh, I'll be I'll be very interested to see if this works. Hopefully it doesn't explode. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Turn it on. <laughs> um, all right. We'll get to the next set of uh extended tasks after a brief word from our other player characters. Um, so Dr. Dasavi, what were you gonna do next? Um, she's going to contact the canceller. Uh, I, I will before before we get to that, I will also uh, Ambrose is not adamant in staying in the chair just as long as it takes for the other problems to be addressed. So if Dasavi thinks that if, if, if Medbay thinks they can get me out of this chair, stabilized and back together before, you know, without interrupting things, he will, of course, relent. It's just whether there's time in the narrative. Sorry, right. Go ahead. Theoretically, the repairs that you require aren't super complicated once you're in sick bay. So, um, just getting out of the chair and and having someone walk you down there, <laughs> you know. Um. Anyway, uh, Dasavi contacts the chancellor first. Let's do that first. Um. The chancellor comes on you. Where where are you going to do this in the sick bay or your quarters or your office or the uh, your office? Okay. Um. So you're in your office and she comes across the screen in your little on your little uh, laptop there. Doctor, may I be of service to you? Is my chancellor is is the patient ready for transport? She is. However, I cannot stress enough that her likelihood of surviving transport is incredibly low. We have other options. Yes, you intend to replicate organs and put her in stasis and possibly destroy her entire and destroy her mind in the process. Oh, 
only if she's left in stasis for too long. And your technology is sufficient and actually functions. We know we have a working solution now. Leaving her in stasis prolongs the opportunities for failure. Yes? Again, only if left in stasis for too long. Or you have a failure in your creation process. I am not opposed to leaving her in stasis for some time. However, Doctor, we have a guarantee of success. Well, not a guarantee, but the best chance of survival. I understand the Federation's hesitation. We do not... We do not take these tasks, this obligation of our people, lightly. The greatest thing a Hadal can do is benefit their society as a whole. I suspect that the Federation feels... I suspect the Federation feels the same way. The Federation doesn't turn their less intelligent members into orchid farms. As he stands now, John has little to no chance of having an impact on our society in any way. This is an opportunity for him to not only impact our society, but do so as a hero to our people. Dr. Juwan is not just another mindless for lack of a better term, citizen. Dr. Juwan is a visionary who has transformed our society in her very short life in ways that we could not possibly have imagined prior to her existence. Everyone impacts those around them in some way, shape, or form. But they do not impact the galaxy, Doctor. What John lacks in sheer intelligence, he makes more than makes up for in curiosity and inquisitiveness. Traits that, if fostered, could be of great benefit. At the expense of an already proven mind. A mind that, as you say, has already made such And could have many more to come. Possibly. She is young. But he's also not an exact match. He is not. But your science, your replication, and your stasis is not a guarantee either. This is proven technology. We know how to do this. We have done it before. It is not common, but it can be done. The options that lay before us have the potential for one dead or two dead. I am simply playing the factors, Doctor. There are percentages, there are numbers, there are statistics. 
your technology is unproven. You don't even know if you can replicate our DNA, our, our genetics. In that you are correct. However, you entered into an agreement with the Federation. One that your Federation has already backed out of. Because, because our replicator technology exceeds your own. Yes, but it is not your technology to replicate organs, Doctor. It is your replication technology to create food items. This is a significantly different type of endeavor. It and is, but it's been done before. And we do not have a formal recognition at the moment. Your ambassadors, your, uh, your admirals has made it clear that your ship, at your request, has already deemed our relationship to be incompatible. If our species' morality are incompatible, so be it. There are other species in the universe that are not. We can simply go our separate ways and see where fate takes us. I appreciate your efforts, Doctor. I truly do. I do not wish to sacrifice the boy for no reason. I will give you time. But if at any point Dr. Juan's condition deteriorates even in the slightest, she will return. The boy will be sacrificed. And there will be nothing your ship or your Federation can do to stop it. Do you understand me, Doctor? I appreciate the show of faith. It is more than you showed us. Brienne out. <clears throat> and the screen obviously goes dark. What you gonna do next? What's anybody gonna do next? Put her in a stasis and uh, unless there is more that she can do on the replicating side of things, go make the captain ambulatory again. Okay. I think. Uh, I think. Um, uh, Lieutenant Silva is going to approach the captain. Okay. Uh, captain, I had an idea. Uh, we still don't know what caused that energy burst. What if we take the Wave Runner uh, out to the origin of it? We might get a better idea what causes in the first place. Before this newest crisis, something like that was a higher priority. Uh, 
I'm mostly concerned in determining whether or not this is going to happen again. I mean, I agree. Uh, that uh, seems all the more reason we should um, chew and chew and walk at the same time. Yes, but currently, what is it called? That ship. We don't really call it the Wave Runner, do we? No, <laughs> it's something else. The Arrowing. The Arrowing. Yeah. yeah, it actually has. Currently, a, I think it actually has a name too. But it does. Yeah. I don't remember it. Currently, the Arrowing is providing the Minos. The Minos. Currently, the Minos is providing important functionality that the ship currently lacks. Well, we could take a runabout if it's a technical, if it's an issue of technical. Runabout should be up to the task. Um, GM is the... Are we talking about distances that a runabout could handle? Yeah. And I don't see do why it. not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the Minos is just a souped up runabout, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we certainly don't need the entire crew to sit around here and play politics. With your permission, I can uh, find some non-critical crew members uh, who want to stretch their legs and take them on, uh, go on a field trip, so to speak. Put together a team. Let me know who you come up with and give me a timetable for this uh, for for this expedition. Uh, I'll I'll send I'll send uh, it for you. I'll send it to you for approval. All right, who are you thinking? I'm thinking. Silva herself. Well, no. Actually, I think Silva needs to stay here. I think uh, it should be Jissa, Kendall, and O'Connor. Yeah. That's a good team. Assuming this team again. <laughs> assuming that Jissa would do it, yes. Yeah. Why, well, why wouldn't you? Jissa's out with the Peregrines tractoring us off course. I'm sure that Unless, didn't take long. Yeah, oh, okay, and, that's, and, and that's something in the right direction. Be. You'd pretty much just keep going. They don't need to be out there all the time, right? Gotcha. Or they could just also stop you. I mean, so you're not drifting yeah. anymore. So yeah. that's totally doable. Um, more of a, more of a, uh, Jesus sometimes got some strong head in her. Um, all right, let's. Where's where is Jesus anyway? She's under command. I don't know where she's even at. O'Connor, though, I got O'Connor right here with her there. Uh, yeah, oh, she's you know under command. I just realized that's the exact same uh, OET mm-hmm. last time. Yep. So, yep. Uh, how about Koba instead of uh, uh, Kendall? Okay. That's up to you. Yeah, I mean, let's mix it up a little. I don't want to. I don't want to have the exact same group out. I kind of like the potential drama of putting the exact same group out. Right. Either way, it's up to you. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I want that drama quite. Okay. Uh, so uh, I think Koba is a good choice. Right. Maybe Kendall was supposed to go, and she's like, "I need to stay here and do something else." I mean, else. She, she did request to not be put on she detail did. with 
with what's true. your face again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Cove is the better choice. Okay. That sounds good to the captain there. Sounds good, right? Yeah, that'll work. All right. So with that, the doctor and Daphine and uh, the captain. Um, so the runabout heads out. Um, I, am, I assume that Silva informs them of what their mission will be, which is to go investigate the um, the source of the anomaly and ensure that uh, if it's going to happen again, we know like at least a minute beforehand, like, you know, hopefully whatever signal you send uh, is faster than the thing that killed you. So uh, with that, let's go ahead and have, um, I don't really think it necessarily needs a role for the captain to get better here. Unless you guys want to do one, you have all the momentum you can handle. And it's not mission critical of the captain can't be back on his feet. So um, if there's no consequence for failure, then let's not bother. Yeah. The only consequence for failure would be killing the captain, which I don't really want to do at the moment. <laughs> I think or putting him in a coma, I guess, temporarily. You could put him in a coma. That he just came out of a coma. That could that could, though, add some tension to the to the now Dasavi's in charge thing. If it'll add tension, let's <laughs> roll. You know, we may succeed. We may the dice may dictate that. Yeah. that uh, Sticks go up. Let's go ahead and do a base. Let's go ahead and do a base roll. Um, just difficulty be two. I'm gonna say I don't have any. I don't have any threat, so I can't raise the threat range. Um, I mean, you can. I could. (laughs) You 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 can. I can do whatever I want, but um, mechanically speaking, I probably shouldn't. Um, Difficulty is difficult to be. It does. Go ahead. Mechanically speaking, it does say you set the complication each time you roll. So you don't just move it up a threat. You you set the complication based on what you're doing. That's true. So um, still, the difficulty. I saw the difficulty should be two. I'll go ahead and up the complication range by two also because you know you do have the correct equipment um, and all that, so it shouldn't be too big a deal. But maybe the captain's hand is tingly for a couple hours or something. Um, sure. Or, or something worse. Who knows? Go ahead and give me a quick roll. Uh, okay. Whoever wants to lead and whoever wants to assist. I assume, um, I will assume Dasavi would lead, but it's up to you guys because yeah. since, since Daphine was the, the, the tech on the spot who knew what was going on with the chair, you guys can go either way. Um, no, I think, I think Dasavi will lead. Um, I'm also going to buy a die momentum. Don't forget about your, we keep forgetting about it, but you have a, um, a talent for being a uh, CMO. Oh yeah, I do keep forgetting about that. I think it's just add advantage, but I might be wrong about that. Uh, well, Hold on, I could have written down. Yes, you always have the advantage medical department. Okay. It's boring. Uh, no. but... I don't know offhand what that is. Lowest difficulty by one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there we go. So it's De- only raised by one instead of two. Yeah. Defeat will assist. And uh, because she is assisting and has chief Much of staff, better. you get to reroll one dice. I don't think I need to reroll any dice. Okay. Well, um, I don't think you have a focus that applies, though. Um, emergency medicine or alternative medicine wouldn't apply there. I don't think since again, that's the whole, like the same thing with like emergency repairs. 
You're kind of doing okay. the actual repair now, not the emergency repair. Got you. Okay. Well, so that's three then instead of four. Um, and then go ahead and assist the fiend. I, I, I did. I got zero. Uh, Internal medicine would apply, but you don't have a, you got a zero, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where on earth is the thing? There it is. So you got enough successes, uh, and I don't see anybody having no complications. complicated the thing. So yeah, after a few minutes of, uh, well, like half an hour or so of poking and prodding at the, the captain, um, he is mostly re-intacted, uh, and it will take some time for the dermal regenerators to do their thing. Have a, have a couple of rounds of dermal regeneration to get this, you know, everything back to normal, but um, you are... You are as functional as you can be at the moment, Captain. Congratulations, Captain. We will have to save the hover chair for another day. All right. Maybe in a few years. All right. Well, I suppose I'll be stuck in a different chair waiting for these flashy lights and knit everything back together again, but at least I can move around. Appreciate the ingenuity. Of course. Yes. Very quick thinking. Where are we on Dr. Joanne? The Chancellor has agreed to try it our way. EMH, SSH, and Eva are working together. to get the necessary organs replicated or otherwise fabricated. Um, if I under the understanding that if Joanne's condition diminishes in any way, she will be she and the boy will be taken and the boy will be sacrificed. Her word. If I may be so bold as to ask a question, yeah. has anybody spoken with John about this? I know he's young, but he does have some agency of his own in the matter. Yes, some. Um, I've not talking, talked to him yet directly. Alara wanted a chance to talk to his father. I think this is a discussion primarily for their family, but if they request or could be benefited by medical or psychological aid, perhaps speaking with one of our counselors uh, or one of yourselves could be beneficial. Agreed. However, unless there is a diplomatic means of handling this, the chancellor is correct. Yes. Doesn't mean we have to assist. Just means we can't interfere. I would advise we continue on a, on as many fronts as possible. Utilize whatever non-ship critical systems you need and whatever personnel you need to fabricate whatever you need. I also did have an idea of my own while stuck in that chair. Perhaps something like that could be arranged. I know very little about medicine, but 
could the doctor and John be supported by a singular set of organs, whatever organs are required for at least a an amount of time? Could it buy us more time? Theoretically, as a, a yeah, from my end, theoretically, it's possible. Um, you know, life support, essentially life support system. Um, the engineering on it might, might be more difficult because we don't, we don't have a good idea of the patient's physiology. If we had more knowledge of the patient's physiology, perhaps not more knowledge, but more understanding, I guess. It is possible. Um, significant amount of strain on both sets of organs but not a bad last resort sort of thing I'll leave that to you simply an idea I had while my lungs were hooked up to my command pad the newest generation of eye lungs as I said, use whatever ship resources you need, but work quickly. The situation will deteriorate very quickly once the doctors does. Indeed. Okay. What do you want to do next? Let's go to the shuttle. Um, Shuttle's on its way. Actually, let's go ahead and not do shuttle just yet. Let's go ahead and do engineering since we still have some stuff going on in engineering. Is there anything that needs to be done uh, on the fabrication side of making this? No, I'm not going to make you guys. Okay. That's the role will be for the actual doing, not the the technology exists. You guys have the technology. It's just a matter of putting it together. But couldn't uh, the S I I think you're asking if the SSH needs to help with this. Yeah. If the SSH could, um, I've, either speed that up or provide some sort of advantage by incorporating Halloran technology. Yeah. Couldn't the SSH do something like that? I suppose. Um, I mean, we don't need to overcomplicate it. Yeah. I mean, it's not a big yeah. deal. It would just be a single role. I don't think I want to do it as a cause running low on time. I don't think I want to do it as a sure. Um, as an extended task or anything, but no, I just figured he could do the extended task role. Which extended some, task role? The engineering one. Oh, that's the engineering one is for deuterium. That's the. Yeah. But couldn't he like uh, logistics up a uh, deuterium matrix? That we'll get oh, no, because he's already working on another project. Yeah, those, those are mm-hmm. two okay. separate issues. We don't need to okay. complicate those matters. Yeah, he, he's he's busy doing yeah. doctor stuff because he's been yeah. usurped for that. Gotcha. Um, okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah, no, I, I thought you were saying he could do something with the the medical stuff, which. He could. It wouldn't. It wouldn't make a huge difference. Um, sure. Okay. I got it now. But did you want to do the engineering next, or? Yeah. Sorry, I was just finishing up. There was. I got a bajillion texts. Um, go ahead and go ahead and do the deuterium uh, correction roll. The difficulty was this is to basically to to adjust the deuterium flow to make sure that everything is working properly, so that when you turn the engines on, nothing explodes. Um, you have the, the correct mixture of matter and antimatter. Um, so difficulty is two, magnitude is three, resistance of one. Excuse me, work is 15 and it takes two hours. Um, okay. So 
Um, and anyone, you can use anybody you want. If you want to use Yazabeth for that, or if you want to use Tong, or if you want to use Kostra, or I mean, Koba. I would like to use Yazabeth if you don't mind. <laughs> Have Ambrose going to be like, I'm going to poke this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, go ahead and make the role. Whoever wants to be the lead. Uh, yeah, so Yazabeth is going to, she is going to start drawing upon her knowledge uh, of these engines. Uh, as Jorah, she knew these uh, systems quite uh, intimately. So she is going to, I'm going to use my talent uh, for joined. Uh, once per scene, I can gain a trait uh, that reflects uh, that, that, that uh, advantage. So uh, that decreases the difficulty by one. Uh, and I have Nick of Time, which uh, I score one additional work for every effect roll. So that's good to know. Uh, does uh, does Tong want to assist uh, me on this? Yeah, yeah I'll okay. assist. So. Uh, Elizabeth is going to take on a, a very Jorad-like countenance, as and I'm gonna I'm gonna spend three momentum on this. Uh, does okay? Um, yeah, my troubleshooting applies. May have exited the world twice. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna the second one. Uh, which is a way better roll anyway. So <laughs> one, two, two, two. So that's seven. It's mm-hmm. eight with eight. Tong's assistance. Love it. Plus the advantage. So yes, which makes difficulty one. So you have seven momentum. Uh, great. Um, well, roll and determine uh, where I want to spend that momentum. Uh, so uh, extra work for each of those effects. So uh, that's seven, uh, seven work. And you said that it was 15? Yes. Okay. Uh, dang it. I'm almost there. Almost. Um, what was the resistance on this one? One. Uh, but with my intense scrutiny, we can ignore that. Yeah. To do that, you would sacrifice one of your work, though, I believe, because you have to use the effect. Uh, yeah, so it, en- it ends up washing out. Yes. Um, Either way, you end up with 14. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we'll, t- we'll take that. Right. That is. You know what? Oh. Go ahead. Um, can I spend two of those momentum to create advantage? Uh, to say that in the course of doing this, we've come up with a an efficient plan that we can use to help future roles. Do keep in mind that we have something very significant coming up in the very near future that we may need momentum for. He's not talking about momentum. He's talking about you. Well, about using the momentum from the role. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah. Although I can put it back in the pot if you want. We've still got three. You could. So. No, no, I, I thought you, you were using to. additional momentum from. No, using using momentum from my role rather for for to create advantage rather than work. 
Yeah. Budget. Um, yeah. So the difficulty would be for the next roll, the difficulty would be one. Okay. Uh, it, but actually, because I have plan of action, um, if an ally succeeds at a task made of, of, of where the advantage, uh, yeah, so it, the difficulty still yeah the, the next one the difficulty will be will be one and you will uh generate two bonus momentum if an ally uses that plan so uh Yezabeth will uh take a very captainly uh demeanor as she she begins saying uh tong uh go down to shaft six uh in the in that nacelle is a particularly useful uh juncture uh we can Reroute that to the, uh, the we can reroute that to the starboard side until we can get a replacement from the starbase, uh, and you would you would I think like if it wasn't for the fact that it was coming out of somebody's mouth you would think you were talking to Jorad, uh, but yeah so she comes up with a plan. Okay, Tongs, I can just imagine Tongs face like. Mm-hmm. I killed you. I mean, <laughs> uh, right. Um, I, well, that, uh, that not, not a, not a long-term solution. We're basically running on one and a half engines, but, uh, a creative one, uh, I'll, uh, yes, sir. Um, and that's, uh, that's all right. That's all right, Lieutenant. Uh, uh, that's all right, Lieutenant. Uh, the Europa will hold uh, the Europa's hold to help this long. She'll hold a little bit longer. I'm sure. Uh, uh, carry on. There's that like back and forth eye movement. Like, do I say something? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, and he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so that was twelve worth total because I spent two of that on momentum. Yes. Or on a, yeah. Difficulty one, magnitude of one, resistance is still one. Twelve work. You've done one interval. And when you have to plus mm-hmm. two momentum, two plus two momentum for the next one, I got it all written down. Yep. Okay. Great. Um. So, um, the progress that the uh, EMH, SSH, and Eva have been working on, uh, they will have the thing assembled shortly. Um. Overall, we've been dealing like the doctor has been in stasis for or not stasis, but has been injured, was injured uh, approximately about five hours ago. So we're now getting into, you know. um, If she wasn't in stasis, we'd be getting into, you know, severe. Right. Trouble. Um, The two doctors that are there are are watching. Um, uh, They've offered assistance repeatedly. They've been. Uh, denied assistance by the EA, the EMH um, whenever it's been brought up. Um, they are, however, monitoring the the doctor's condition, both on your systems and on their own tricorders, equ- equivalent to tricorders. Um, they do not at all seem thrilled by the fact that they are not able to treat a patient, the, the patient that they're here to treat or do a whole lot with them. Um, uh, or, you know, be able to have their own technology here for the patient. Uh, but uh, they are so far uh, accepting of the of the condition, of the situation they are in. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hearing them offer to assist, Fabi uh, will ask, what of your equipment can be transported over? We can transport as much of it as we need to. We are, we have a, a number of technology that we're more familiar with that is perhaps similar to yours. Um, monitors and pumps and stasis fields and bio beds, that sort of thing. I'm not sure how much of it would really benefit, but it's a familiarity thing. I think no. you understand, Doctor. Fair enough. This will be a joint effort. If it's if if it, let me rephrase this. This will be most successful if we make it a joint effort. Uh, you are the no doubt the politics of our separate societies aside, Doctor. We have a patient. Yes. That is the most important thing. Politics be damned. Uh, if you don't mind, I'll request some additional equipment and some nurses. We're more familiar with our physiology. By all means. There are a number of things that I'm seeing, however, that are concerning with your stasis uh, fields. Such as? They are adequate. They are substantially uh, well-built for uh, what my knowledge of human physiology and, and most other physiologies are. Um, the doctor's injuries are quite extensive. Uh, with any luck, they will not. They will not have any issues. However, I don't believe that your estimation of weeks uh, is as likely with a halloran, with a halloran. That's a whole different thing. Um, with the Hadal physiology, I think we are more looking at several days, perhaps 10, maybe eight days on the outside. You can see the neural pathways are... Um, they're not yet beginning deterioration, but they are definitely showing signs of entropy of early entropy uh, oxygenation is lower than it should be uh, i do not believe there's any da any risk of damage at the moment but we will continue to keep an eye on it well whatever your <clears throat> whatever your equipment can do to to extend her chances our as it our stasis technology is not really any better than yours. Mm. But it's more calibrated to your people. It's true. Um, we can help adjust that here as well. Um, our, our brain chemistry is very fragile. <laughs> Anyways, we will do the best we can, of course. I have no doubt. She will go back to fussing with monitors and helping doctoring however she can. Doing ba yes, basically doing doctory things. Googling the uh, the desk reference, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, 
anything else anyone wants to do there no one has gone back to talk to Alaria or john and they have not come to you yeah so um yeah actually this is probably a good chance a good good opportunity for Sabi to go check in on them the tension on the ship or the mood on the ship is uh, at the moment sort of uh the fatigue is setting in from all of that has been done um you've been through quite a lot over the last five or so hours um, people are still working hard it's actually been longer than that considering when the the damage first began but when all of this first began but um, because you guys are working on prepping for the repairs and everything else before that but so the crews are starting to get a little bit worn down they're still working happily obviously but they're it's getting into that it's late um people want to go and get drinks and settle down and relax and decompress from the day um so there's some of that beginning um where of a where where possible so the the feeling on the ship is still high stress but there's definitely pockets of um of wind down um happening mm-hmm. um, and it is probably about third shift time so Normally, under normal circumstances, the lights might dim in certain regions of the ship, although probably not in this case, um, unless you're in like 10 forward or something. Right. <clears throat> uh, when you get to um, Elira and John's room, uh, you ring the, the, the chime and uh, you hear, enter. Elira, John. Were you able to get a hold of John's father? I was. Um, I don't know that it made anything any easier, though. <sighs> he is adamant that the right thing to do is um, to follow tradition. I am not as convinced. Unfortunately, I have. Uh, Please. I was simply going to say that, unfortunately, um, if that creates any kind of conflict between uh, the magistrates and such. Uh, Unfortunately, it means that uh, I believe he would be able to make the legal decisions. <clears throat> of course, we're not near any magistrates and we're not on the world, home world at the moment. So it has little bearing. Yeah. What were you going to say, Doctor? Sorry. I have convinced your chancellor to. Let us try our way. Which buys us some time. And it's a long shot, but it's worked in the past. Well, if it fails, a relief. <laughs> or if the Chancellor decides the doctor has deteriorated before we have the opportunity to try the two of you and she looks at Alira and John 
we'll have a decision. As you said, you are not near the home world or any magistrates. You've had a chance to read through the documentation I provided you on on the procedures and Federation policies and all that. I have. You understand your options. I do. And as much as I appreciate the offer of asylum or the potential fulfillment of a request, I don't know that I'm prepared or that John is prepared to live a life where he can never go back to our world. It would, it would not be that dissimilar to being dead. Well, that is a choice only two of you can make. Is it our choice? Is any of this really our choice? Is any of it really his choice? Your culture has very black and white views when it comes to certain things. It is your choice. It is a difficult choice. The death of one of the, the potential death of one of the greatest minds in our history, my own son, or the faith in the Federation to protect us for our entire lives. Would they pursue you with such vigor? I don't believe the Chancellor would, but there are those in our society, as there are in almost any, who would view it as potentially treason. Or at the very least, um, a Betrayal of the people of our entire society. And I presume, of course, if the doctor were to die, it would be openly broadcast. Why? Even if it wasn't, there's a ship full of people who know. There's a ship of people here that know. You can't keep 400 people silent forever. Nor should it be. If we refused, it's the consequences of our actions. If the doctor dies for any reason, the civil, our, our people will need to know. They will know. 
if she dies in stasis, they'll know that it was because the Federation insisted on the patient being, on the doctor being in stasis. If the replication of organs fails, the people will know that. If it is because John is incompatible, they'll know that. If it is because John refuses, they'll know that. Well, and he's not entirely compatible. He's the closest match available. And that's hardly his fault. He can't help his lineage. No. Lineage is the wrong word. He can't help his genetics. Yes, I know what you meant. Fate plays a big hand in all of our in all of our lives. Our people have done our best to mitigate its effect, but the greatest contribution anyone in our society can make is to the betterment of our society. That is the goal and and dream of every single person. Some of us know myself nyala we our contributions will be forgotten throughout history now they have no impact but they will our names will never be written in history books dr jawan's already is john's fate could be the savior of one of the greatest minds in the history of our planet. Or it could be that we succumbed, that we succumbed, succumbed, what's the word? Succumbed to Um. outside influences. And then our names would both be spoken. They would be in the history, but they would not be on the right side of the books anyways. The right side of history, perhaps, but the right side of the history told, I think not. Or it could be that his sacrifice is what advances your society Not just intellectually. Either way, and she looks again at John. Either way, you're making sacrifice. You're sacrificing your literal existence. You're sacrificing existence as you know it. Yeah, John doesn't say anything. He's just, he's clearly. He's kind of like fidgeting with something in his hand. That's a, some kind of spanner. Um, there's, you know, his, his, <clears throat> his emotional state is, uh, you know, fear, but also kind of blank stated blank. You know, you get that point where you're, you can't think of a thing. You just kind of shut down and you're mechanical. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where he's at. I'm sorry, Doctor. I'm sorry for all of the hardship that our coming to this ship has caused. I'm sorry that... I'm sorry for any potential harm that could happen if we hadn't... we hadn't reached out to the Federation, we wouldn't be here now. 
and I pushed. I pushed Dr. Jawan. I pushed. Not alone, but. The opportunity to meet new species was something that I've always wanted to do. And we've encountered several over the centuries, over the last century. Romulans and humans and so many. But we could have. I suppose we didn't need to rush into things so heavily. The hardships are not your fault. Yeah. Doesn't mean they won't feel like they are. There's always, a, there's always a matter of looking back on one's life and thinking of the changes you could make and could you save your... I'm sure you understand. I do. Whatever hardships are brought upon by all of this are are at the feet of myself and the captain. We've made the choices we felt were necessary and appropriate. You didn't ask for a single thing. None of that is on. I wish you the very best of luck on your upcoming surgeries, doctor. Um, if you'll excuse me, though, I'd like to spend a little more time with my son. Um, she goes over and sits on the couch next to him and puts an arm around him, but he doesn't look up or just keeps fidgeting. Okay, uh, let's do the runabout real quick. Okay. Um, you reach the section of space as to where, excuse me, the believed uh, origin of this thing happened. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead and uh, the space around, it's, it's an empty system. Um, there's a planet here. The planet has suffered a significant amount of damage as well, like visible from space kind of damage. Um, it has... Uh, a decaying orbit around its own sun. Uh, the moon that was clearly nearby has been eradicated, although you can't tell before scanning was not happened because of, as a result of this thing that happened um, or if it caused it or if it was beforehand. So um, there is no life on the planet. Um, there is no detectable life or ships or readings in the system um, on a base scan. Um, and there is no, um, no debris so far matching, uh, the Hidal technology. So go ahead and give me a scanner roll or sensor roll or whatever kind of roll you guys want to do. Um, whoever wants to make that roll, the ship can assist. Kobo will whistle and look out the window and say, uh, something blew up that moon, uh, or the moon blew up. Either way, I want to find. I, I I want one of those. 
think we got hit by the same thing there, Lieutenant. I don't think we want anything to do with whatever caused this. Sure, I suppose. The ship rolled like crap, so... It's a shuttle. It'll do that. (laughs) Well, I rolled a 17. It wouldn't have mattered. The Europa wouldn't have succeeded on that one. Fair. Mm. Uh, Does O'Connor want to do the the main role, or...? I'm happy to assist. Um, yeah. Jesus like, I'm here. I ain't touching nothing. I got us here. My job's done. <laughs> I mean, you could you you could assist with piloting by like flying closer to the, the center and doing a search pattern. There she is. You know. All right. I got us here. It's your problem now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I would set up a, a search pattern. Yeah, no, I assume. <laughs> Then you go ahead and roll the assist. Oh. It just comes down to who wants to roll. What That's... we need to roll. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead. Science reason. Well Science and reason would be the ideal role for pi- if, if you're going to have Jisa piloting uh, a a role a, a thing there. Then it would be either control. I suppose you could do daring if you wanted to get really close. Um, and con. Well, you can you can assist with a different attribute than you're rolling for the main role. So O'Connor can do the main role, and then well, yeah, yeah. Just, I, I, yeah, uh, I was saying that Jesus yeah. can do control or daring. For gotcha. for O'Connor, it would be either reason, probably reason and science. So, and really, anything, any combination you can come up with a good reason for is what you can roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, as far as this, this might be a stretch. I know, I know this is a stretch. Uh, GSA has a focus in warp fields. I don't know how warp and slipstream in this universe relate, but could I use that, tying my knowledge of that into the sensor scan to pilot us towards subspace uh, ruptures caused by a slipstream explosion? No, I'm going to say no. Okay. It was a stretch. Uh, okay, no focuses, one die. There you go. One more success. So three successes. It's you only needed two. Um, so you have enough to I can answer some questions and you guys don't have a whole lot of momentum. So um what you're finding is it does appear to be uh whatever caused the rupture here, the whatever caused the I shouldn't say rupture, there's no rupture. Whatever caused the disruption. It did originate here, and it did originate in a section of subspace that is consistent with the slipstream drive. Um, however, it does not appear to have been a destru- the destruction of a ship. It is much more consistent with a much higher yield. It s- looks like it may be a weaponized version of a slipstream drive. Well, that's a thing. Kova will stand uh at the console and go my god they built a bomb and i want one i need three of them yeah exactly three (laughs) (laughs) if this is a weapon they've built it's one of the most destructive weapons i've ever seen the federation has accords preventing very such weaponization of technology like this this is this could have destroyed the system if used appropriately well we're and it obviously had implications far beyond this is 
not a technology anybody should be pursuing. Well, we're a long way from the Federation. Whoever built it didn't have to play by our rules. No. We should gather what data we can. I'll see if I can bring up a weapons profile. Perhaps we can figure out what it may have. Uh, perhaps we can, if, if I can bring up its destructive potential and cross-reference it with certain technologies, maybe I can trace it back to whatever culture may have made it. I can fly about and try to find the epicenter of this explosion if it's if the if that area of space hasn't been too contaminated or ruptured because of it. That could help your calculations. Oh, that'd be swell. We... Do we know, Jeff, of any other uh, cultures using the slipstream technology, or is as far as we're aware, is it unique at all? Uh, as far as you're aware, there are other, other cultures who have pursued the, the technology, but none have ever had significant usage of it. Like no one uses it, but that all, as far as you're aware. So uh, could I do a roll to confirm that this is a Hadal weapon? Yep. Okay. Uh, can I do security since I'm creating a weapons profile? Sure. Okay. And then if someone wants to assist, I think it would be a good one for Jisa to assist in. How? How does Copa not have a, a focus in bombs? Uh, yeah. Next time you get, I, uh, next time you get a good, a good arc point. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say for all the for all the times that we've had to tell Koba, no, you can't have that explosive. He should. Yeah. Koba um, has a, a specialization in bombs. Mills has a specialization in keeping Koba away from bombs. Does here's one. Does my focus in forensics apply? Yeah. All right. Cool. It's it's a forensics breakdown of what you're doing. Sure. Uh, I'll go ahead and spin a momentum one. <clears throat> so two, three, four. Um, difficulty was two. So you've got one. You've got two momentum. Um, you also have the one momentum before if you guys want to use that to ask questions. Um, yeah. So you have right now three questions you can ask. Um, you do identify that this is um at least uh primarily hidal technology there is some residue there is some some um indicators of uh, of um there are some there's a heavy abundance of chroniton particles near where the epicenter of the uh thing happened um those are not consistent with anything you know as far as uh, uh, adult technology goes. Um, the levels that you have there would be consistent with um, a ship that was destroyed possibly while cloaked. Okay. Um, can uh, I would like to spend one of those momentum. Is it the, the, com the commander ship, the chancellor, Chancellor Marines? Oh, no, absolutely not. No, the, the Hadal did not have cloak as far as you know. Okay. Um, Whatever ship was there was also probably destroyed. Uh, so, sure. Okay. Even a destroyed what? ship, even a destroyed cloak ship leaps behind debris. Yeah. Right. Can we, debris? Can we analyze that? Um, at the moment, you do not identify 
you, you are unable to identify any significant debris. Although I will say that with one of the momentum, you can find um, essentially what is micro particles of debris uh, that is consistent with Romulan technology. Interesting. Okay. But so whatever was destroyed was a destroyed. Mm-hmm. So like, are you saying that it is, are you saying that it is both Hadal and Romulan correct. or? Correct. Okay. As in a, a Romulan ship was here and it is a Hadal weapon. Or it is at least a weapon that is using Hadal technology. Gotcha. Okay. So it looks like a Romulan ship was destroyed by a Hadal weapon. Correct. Or Hadal technology at the very least. Okay. Um, um, great. Um, well, that, that is important information. I, th- I think we've got one we came for. You do uh, have one more if you want to use it. Is there any way to tell if the destruction... <sighs> I'm going to guess no, but I'm going to ask anyway. Is there any way to tell if the destruction was extrinsic to the Romulan ship or intrinsic? Like, was the Romulan ship using slipstream technology or was there a weapon that destroyed the ship? Whatever, based on the amount of destruction and where the epicenter is and where the the bulk of the debris, quote unquote debris is, uh, whatever it is was either inside the Romulan ship or impacted directly on the, the, the ship. It's hard to tell you know, a couple of meters difference, but within the margin of error, it was either inside the ship or it impacted on the surface of the ship. Um, there's no other way beyond that to tell, although, uh, well, no, there would be. The debris is definitely in a, in a, in a circular, more circular pattern than as if it would have been a hit one sided. One side would be okay. debris would go so, in one direction. This is debris going in all directions. Um, so very likely inside. Yes. And it was clearly fairly close to the moon which is why the moon is no longer there and it has thrown the entire planet off orbit. So whatever this is, did a significant amount of damage in this area. And then whatever it did outside of the area, obviously as well. So where are we in comparison to Romulan space? Um, you're probably about equal to Romulan and Federation might be slightly closer to Romulan space, but it's pretty close to between both. Um, like if you look at the map, I think I can show you the map real quick. If I can bop you guys over to the map, um, there's the expanse, and then I put you guys on the expanse. That should bring should bring you over to the map, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. So this, um, this this loop of space right here, the K forty sevens and all that area, that's roughly where you're at. So it's between. It's un. Uh, unclaimed Federation space. There is Federations like you Romulans could get there from, you know, either from either from without traveling through Federation space, <clears throat> but it's not super far away, but it's not super close. You know where, where are we? Can you pick that? Um, you're right about here, probably. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So we're okay. So the destroyed world is somewhere right over here, right gotcha. on the edge of Federation space. Gotcha. All right. Um, I think we've gotten all the information we need, but uh, does anybody else have any idea? Uh, anything we, else we should do here? You are out of questions, but yeah, you can but do whatever else you want to do here. I just meant I. I think we should head back. Uh, unless anybody else has any other things they want to do. Okay. Um, with that, let's go ahead and get into. Um, 
<coughs> the SSH, the EMH, and the um, EVA have managed to complete replication. Um, man, I am I'm getting caught in my throat. It's killing me. <coughs> um, you I can need to hydrate. I do need to hydrate. I've been drinking a lot of water. It's funny, like around nine thirty, this room gets really hot, and it's weird. Mm. Um, hot. It's weird. And Laura was complaining about the other day when she was doing a stream game too. I think it's the lights. But, yeah. Um, also, there's three screens here and technology everywhere. It's it's a hot spot. So anyway, um, you have completed the replicator com- build <coughs> using the biomedic gel. You can begin replicating the organs. It take okay. a couple take a couple hours, which we can then finish up the um, engineering role. We'll grab a water. Be right back. I will take advantage of grab water as well. In the meantime, give me a medicine and right. I will something. Advantage. Roll. I will see right here. A medicine and who roll? Medicine and something. Medicine and something. <laughs> medicine whatever, and something. Whatever medicine you think applies. Um, I'm going to assume alternative medicine will work on this one, at least. So I might use focus. I'm going to spend that last momentum. <laughs> no, it's killing me. What? No dying. Stop dying. Um. <sighs> Jeffrey, am I making the? I have returned. Big, are you? Am I making the big surgery roll? Or am I making the? This is the replication. This is making the replication roll to determine. This roll will help determine the difficulty of the actual surgery. Okay. So if you All succeed right, so in this roll, um, <coughs> excuse me, you'd be able to use the momentum to lower the difficulty of the next roll. Your, oh. dif- your base difficulty is going to be four, though, and your complication range is going to be four as well. Okay. So alternative medicine probably wouldn't apply here, but with you know biology, I would uh, actually let either one work because you're doing something that is not okay. normally being done. So that would work as as um that and then obviously since they're they're aliens that would also apply right okay well i will take that uh eva can assist or the ssh can assist if he wants to <clears throat> i don't know why he would but uh yeah just just in the the fabrication of the technology <laughs> needed to do it uh yeah he could he can draw on some hollerin technology maybe get a bit more efficiency out of it uh, would you call that control engineering? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, I made my focus very, very specific in that it is weapon maintenance and repair, so I assume that's not going to help you. Yeah. Unless you want to weaponize uh, somebody's liver. Yeah, <laughs> weaponized liver. Well, that's another, uh, another one success. All right, so you have two additional momentum. <laughs> you can lower the difficulty of the next roll um, or the complication range, both are gonna be five. So which do you want to roll? Which would you, which or both do you want to reduce for the actual surgery itself? Um, let's lower the difficulty. By one or two? Um, let's do it by two. Two, so difficulty will be three and your complication range will be five. Let's jump to engineering real quick and finish that roll and then we come back to the surgery. That makes it 15 and up. Yeah. 
for the count. Let's 16 and up, it should be. 16 and up. Because six, uh, 15 and yeah, down. 16 and up. Yeah, because 15 and down is success and 16 and up is 15 and up. 15 and down is the maximum success you can have, and 16 and up is the maximum complication you can have. Okay. You can't overlap, Wait. which is sad, actually. Because a success with complication would be fun. Like getting a success and a complication on the same die could be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> For engineering, you have two momentum. Difficulty is one. You need two magnitude and three work. Who's going to make that roll? I think Tongue Okay. Uh, are we still on the second gate, Deuterium? Correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, he can, uh, he can play around with that. Uh, Ensign Yesbeth did send him down to do something, so I guess this makes sense. Mm-hmm. <gasps> uh, okay. Uh, we are not working on the UPS anymore, so I don't think I really have a focus, but, uh, uh two dice, what are we looking at? Uh, Coster will come. It's a, it's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and use that momentum. See if we can generate some more. This is a low uh, you difficulty. Could gener- you could generate threat. Jeff has no threat. Let's yeah, that's that, even that's yeah. Give him some uh, threat. We'll, we'll that version doesn't exist. I used it. There's only one, right? There was only one. Oh, did you, oh, use, you it? use that? So there is no yeah. momentum. Okay, I wasn't well, going to take a it. take a threat. All right. Yeah. So that adds one. You guys have this giant batch. This giant momentum here still too. Somebody paid for that. I think Evelyn. I'm bought. using that shit. Yeah, we're, we're going to use that for the big roll. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. For success. Anyone helping out? Uh, Costra can. Uh, Costra will uh, try walking you through it via com. So. Or is assisting on his end. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's regulating flows, so. He'll boot it up as soon as it uh, gets going. Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead and make your roll. Yep. There it is. Zero. Coaster has of no effect. Um, so you have four successes. Difficulty was two. Difficulty was one. Sorry. So you have three momentum. Uh, <clears> and I, we generate an extra two momentum. I yep. had that written down. Yep. So you have five total. Uh, and the- then you go ahead and make your uh, your work what were you gonna say plus the difficulty is lower yeah i counted that already Mm -hmm. okay okay. we have four yuck you have four successes because that counts as four that counts as four work and four of them are they're also four effects so if you have anything you can do with your effects you can spend momentum to uh re-roll those you can yeah i think i might do that because that is a as a yucky roll okay we have four momentum left okay so i will re-roll that much better. better. Much better. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <clears throat> With three effects. Uh you can lower your resistance by one, correct? Or is that was your that was a a talent, right? That's a talent, yeah. So that should apply. So you reduce your you can reduce that and still have eight. Um uh, and well reducing it is one effect, and then I can use the other two effects for work, right? Uh only if you have a talent for that. Oh. Yeah, uh, Yezabeth had the talent. Um, yeah. Gotcha. You can use the other momentum for that. You have four momentum left that could do that, but you don't need to because you've already got, you're, you're going to hit 15 work already. 
Okay. So um, that, that satisfies the work we need. And will that satisfy the magnitude? Yes. Because, okay. So because the way it works, you've gotten, you've got more than five. Mm -hmm. um, so that counts as one magnitude and you've exceeded the right. magnitude of 15. So that counts as one magnitude. So that's two mm -hmm. magnitudes. That's how many you needed was two. So you have succeeded in completing the deuterium thing. You did it in four hours. <clears throat> um, right. and you have four momentum that are just afloat. Although I think only three of them can actually be saved because one of them was from a different task. Yeah, bonus momentum cannot be saved. Okay. But you, uh, can, you can save three if you want. Can we do anything with that, uh, that bonus? Uh, you can make it cooler. Um, you could basically, you'd be able to use it to speed up the restart process if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. We'll do so. that. Yeah. Um, with those, you, how many do you want to use? All four? Just one, three? I'll say if you. I'd say just the one we can't bank. Okay. Yeah. So we'll take off uh, an hour of <clears throat> restart time. Okay. Um, so you're down to two hours to restart rather than three. All right. And you guys don't need to actually roll in the third one unless you want to do it way faster. But it's just a thing that it's a thing that you just do it. I. Um, yeah, I we're not uh, pressed for time, so I right. Think we'll just mm -hmm. So in two hours, uh, uh, Coaster lets the captain basically know that in two hours you'll have uh, warps. In six hours of warp speed, I'll get it done in two, <laughs> or something along those lines. Yeah, he'll he'll call the captain and he'll say, uh, "You know why I'm your favorite engineer? It's because I get shit done. Engines will be online in two hours." Very good work. Oh, laddie, I've got a lot to learn. You want people to think he was a miracle worker. <laughs> um, uh, all things go to the Ensigns. They're the ones who carried the lion's share. Very well. I will, uh, I will mark them down as one closer to relieving you of your position. <laughs> That'll be the day. Just what? It'll be the Thursday. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> all right. Uh, so the ship is pretty much, the rest of the repairs are all minor systems. Once the warp is online, um, you'll have uh, you'll have main power back online, which means you'll have your primary weapons back online. Um, you still won't have torpedoes, but that's next. Uh, and that was something that the SSH was going to go work on anyway. Um, you get three of these, one of them, not two. There we go. Um, and probably by the time that by the time warp engines are online, torpedoes will probably be back online too. So you'll have the vast majority of your systems will be up. Um, might not have holodecks yet. <clears throat> uh, my intention was once we were capable of doing so, that we would set out for the other ships that were making distress calls. Right. Of course, now we have a gigantic Hidali ship looming. Yes. Outside. They probably at the very at this exact moment probably will not appreciate you leaving. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah. If, if it's a question of hours, we'll stay put. But if it's a question of weeks uh, in stasis. No, we're going to we're going to give a try here and uh, uh, we're going to give a, a, a roll here shortly. Um, so it'll have been a grand total of uh, probably looking at about 10 hours. Okay. Total. Um, before the surgery actually happens, though, you do get all your systems back on. Uh, your all your main systems back online. So that happens prior to the surgery. Um, back in Med Bay. Uh, well, actually, I didn't know they wouldn't be back yet. So back in Med Bay. Um, 
<clears throat> the two doctors are prepared. They, they tell you that um, we're probably only Dr. Onayat, we're we are likely to only get one shot at this. Um, Understood. If this doesn't succeed, we would very much. I would like you to build in an extreme safety margin. Um, the opportunity to put the patient back in stasis prior to doing any significant damage during the surgery would be preferable to uh, to going so far as to pass the point of no return if we see any complications. I think that's a fair ask. <clears throat> I should suppose we begin then. Daphine will be standing to the side, uh, hands up with the gloves, ready to assist. All right. Um, the ship will get an assist as well, because Europa do that. And you guys, I believe, have advanced medical bays. Yep. Uh, um, you do not. Is there oh, any no. way I could use my captaininess to impress upon the doctor the sheer importance of this uh, this this operation they are doing? I how, think you can. Much, do you need to? I think you can I give her a to, determination. I, I I do believe oh. that I can uh, use my commanding officer role yeah. to um to, I think to give you a, a determination, determination yeah, to I think put you could, towards it. I'd like yeah. to hear that conversation if you if you have one in mind. Like a, little, a nice little like inspirational speech to give her the the Yeah. Uh so I I think now that the captain is not attached to his command chair anymore, he's actually going to come down and uh observe the surgery uh and make his presence known just so uh you know the the any Hidali representatives there know that you know this is this is important to him and to Starfleet as well. Can we uh, say just for the sake of aesthetics that we have a, a, a surgery theater, an operating theater? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I assume we do. There yeah. is one. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Uh, and I would I would make sure to have a. Obviously, before Dasavi scrubs up or anything, but as as you are getting ready to get this procedure underway, uh, yeah, Ambrose will approach. Doctor, I don't think I need to impress upon you the importance of your work here today. Look about the theater. Uh, we're we're having our own conversation, but as much as our own conversation can be, like we're at the door of everybody else in the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, meaning, if someone needed to interject, uh, meaning it's a show. Yeah, right. I gotcha. I I am giving this speech mostly for them. Yes, not mostly for uh Desabi, except gotcha. for the inspiration and, and importance of of this right i believe we've all been made aware during during her short time here that dr joanne is an important asset not only to hidali civilization but to the advancement of technology as a whole it would be a detriment to galactic civilization if her death would be untimely 
I know you will do everything within your power to make sure that whatever happens is the natural course of things. I hope you've utilized the resources and personnel of this ship as best you can to see this done. I have confidence that there is no other doctor in Starfleet who could handle the importance and difficulty. If it was my life on the line here, I would gladly place it in your competent, in your competent medical hands. See to it. I'll be right outside. And I'm sure everybody on either side of whatever politics here understands that you're the best doctor for this and you will do everything in your power to to save life. Thank you, doctor. Best of luck. Um, I will say that I will say that Niala um, Niala is is probably in the waiting room as well. Not obviously can't be back here where you guys are doing surgery, but um, her and uh, Alira and John will all be sitting in the waiting room. So um, at some point between all of the running about and politicking and comforting and replicating. Savi would have taken a moment in her quarters um, to pray to Betazoid Pantheon um, and do her own meditation to prepare. Drink from the chalice of rigs. I would love to hear more about Betazoid, what, what you're praying to. I would love to to do that for you, um, except I have not done my research, so I cannot <laughs> no, no, no. help you. There's, right now. That's the thing we can do in the future. There's, yes. nothing, there's nothing in the Lord. Just make something up. There is though. There, like I've done, I've done enough oh, looking that there is, there is lore. There's and the I don't, chalice I don't, of there's the chalice of rigs and the holy rings of betas and all that stuff. I don't know much. Yeah, there's the holy there's the holy rings and that, yeah, but I don't think they've ever said like what what the religion is. Yeah. I there, don't, there is some there there is some that's laid out, I think, probably in some supplemental stuff. Okay. I don't want to bring the wrath of the Star Trek nerds <laughs> down on my head. Um it's something we could actually explore if if we're showing that Asavi has any kind of religious connotation uh, or religious yeah. bend, it's something we could definitely explore in the future too. Mm. Yeah, we'd love to explore that more. I think it's um, in the meantime, go ahead and make your final fateful roll. All right. We are using that giant momentum. Okay. Uh, right. I will say that counts as Let's go ahead and err on the side of three momentum. Okay. That's two extra dice. Then you can spend the, the three non uh non and give it another extra dice. Yes, you could. Um I'm so I can only roll a total of five, right? You can only roll a total of five dice. Okay. Oh yeah. No. Uh oh, that I thought you said that includes the determination. Right. Yeah. So you're actually now rolling all your dice, right? Because you've got three, the die the Determination counts as one plus the two you would normally roll. That's five. Yeah. yeah about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is good because right. you may need those three momentum to stop your surgery and save the patient's life. 
Right. <laughs> um, your difficulty is three. Your complication range is five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, again, I presume the alternative medicine and or xenobiology apply here. Yes. And they would really both apply, but you can only use one at okay. a time. So Right. I think. And then I believe Daphine can do an assist. Yeah, would my internal medicine apply? Yes. Okay. Oh, complication. Uh, you can re-roll one of those dice. I will re-roll on those dice. Well, still have a complication because Brian rolled one. <laughs> yeah. Look. The, the ship will also roll. Complications are fun. Yeah. Um, didn't we determine mine gives a re-roll? Uh, that yours the- lowered the difficulty. That's right. That's right. So still no successes, but we get rid of that compli- one of those complications. One of the complications is gone. So you um, have you are succeeding in the in the procedure. Uh, things are going smoothly as far as they can, as far as the surgery itself is concerned. However, uh, one of the doctors promptly points out she is experiencing rapid deterioration and rapid neurological deterior- deterioration. If we continue, I believe she will become brain dead in approximately five minutes. They look at you. Uh, uh, Daphine will, uh, I assume like we, there might be a microphone to like the the gallery. Uh, Daphine Daphine will, uh, computer, turn off the microphone. Uh, And then she'll say to uh, Dr. Onia, I w- we could save one life or the other. If she were to die on this table, it would save John's life. Let, let, the other, the, the Hadali doctors are in the room with us. They oh, were, they are? They were assisting. Yes. Oh, and, no, never and, mind. I wanted to say and that. also, we, we did succeed on this task. There's a complication, but we <clears> succeeded <throat> on our goal of saving the patient. Saving the patient's life, yes. Yes. Yeah, she, is, right. she is alive, but she will be brain dead. There is a potential for there right. is the complication right now is brain. Dead. Well, if we succeed in saving her life, and the complication is she dies, that seems well, kind of she's still alive. Brain dead. There's right. There we're not we're not done yet. We can still do more stuff. Okay. So, um, can I um use the value using the value of with great risk comes great reward? Spend my own determination. You can only spend one determination per roll. Yeah, one determination per roll. However, um, you do have three momentum here. Okay. Um, so there are things you can do with the three momentum, including, I believe, um, um, you can do, technically you do a second action um, because you have enough, you'd be working rapidly to create another, to do another one. Uh, that okay. requires two, I think. I just lost where a track it was. Um, uh, it it costs two, uh, two momentum to remove a complication. There we go. Oh, well, there we go. It does. Yeah, there we go. Two remove a complication. All right. Okay. <clears throat> well, that makes that easy. So we'll just, we can just remove that complication. Right. Yeah. Um, so with, uh, looking at the, 
research that, or the, the research, the, the data we've collected from Hidali and the um, other experimental procedures that she has done, both in her time as normal Starfleet and in the Dominion War, where you really had to think on your feet. Um, he will um, find a way to re apply the corticosteroid uh, st yeah. stimulators and yeah, yeah. shore up those degrading pathways and right. reconnect them. Um, you start doing the 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 essentially the uh, neural pathway reconstruction um, using the various technologies that Starfleet has, since you do have exceptionally advanced in, uh, medical um, capabilities. Um, and uh, it appears as though you, by the end of the end of the surgery, uh, the doctors are, the other two doctors are, are satisfied with the, um, excuse me, whew, the present yeah. result. Yeah. I just drank my water too fast. Um, trying to get rid of that tickle in my throat. Um, you, you, it appears as though you have succeeded in stabilizing the patient uh, with the organs and their neural her neural pathways appear to be um, intact. Um, now it is just a matter of she wakes up and time goes by and everything else. Um, healing and recovery time. So you've done all you can do. I do have a threat, but I can't think of what I can do with it. So... <laughs> Um, want to screw you, but I can't. Um, okay. Not yet, anyway. Um, whilst the surgery is ongoing, uh, the captain gets a notification from the shuttle system, the shuttle bays, that uh, the runabout has returned. So they will be able to give information once it is available, once they decide to. Um, You're good. Write up your report. Send it over when it's ready. Um, after a few hours of waiting, uh, post surgery, um, there's a lot of tension, and sometimes the uh, the the little life insurance meter goes down really low and then comes back up and then goes way down. Um, that was one of the meters on the old original series. Um, <laughs> that was funny. Anyway, um, after several hours of that, uh, tensions are high and. Um, uh, you get a message from, uh, oh no, I won't do that yet. Uh, after a few hours, the tension's high. Um, everything is going as best as it can. Uh, and Dr. Juwan, uh, eventually opens her eyes, um, and looks around and I assume the first person she would see would be either Daphne, the captain, or the doctor. Um, what? Uh, what happened? Welcome back. The ship was hit with some sort of energy wave, and you were severely injured, thanks to the.
flexibility of your chancellor and the extreme talent of your own doctors, as well as in, in conjunction with Federation Innovation and Technology. You are now the proud owner of a whole new set of organs. How do you feel? Uh, I don't really know. Grateful? <laughs> I meant physically, but good to know. I feel uh, um, like I was hit by a large energy wave and nearly died. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, actually, you were hit by one of the bulkheads in my... Uh, what they call it, in my ready room. Fortunately, I uh, softened the blow a little bit for you. I don't know what that means. <laughs> is everyone else all right? Is is my crew all right? My my team. They are. Well, John very nearly lost his life, but saved well I am uh, extremely grateful as am I I'm glad that no one is oh my gosh I remember <laughs> uh, captain I'm glad you survived as well you can you can see her processing like what was going on. I've been hit by worse. I can't say I have. Um, when can I? Uh, when I, can I get up and get out of here? Oh, whenever you're feeling up to it. Take it slow. may take some time for you to acclimate. You've had a string of new experience. Mm. In the meantime, if you're up for it, I can hail your, you know, I can call your chancellor. You can debrief and give you some privacy if you like. Of course. Um. I suspect she's very concerned. She is. Was not. Um, <clears throat> I suspect she was very abrupt. That is a word for it. Uh, she cares about you very deeply. You are clearly very important. As they will keep reminding me. Um, Captain, I, I had harsh words for you before this began, and I don't know how many of them I said, but any that I did, I feel... I simply meant in... I simply said in a moment of heat, uh, and I apologize. We've all been 
put through an ordeal. We'll have more time once this all settles to. Once we're all back on our feet and our facilities are repaired, we can, as I said before, have a longer conversation about our two peoples and how we can benefit mutually, not just scientifically. I hope so. I will leave the details, the intricacies of what happened in the past day or so to your chancellor, the team here. But I would impress upon you that And I'm sure you don't hold this regard yourself, but there are, there's value in everybody. And that value shouldn't necessarily be quantified when compared to each other. I'm not portraying this as well as I would like. I'm running on half, half my own organs. <laughs> Perhaps we both should get some rest. Okay. I, I will... as well as many of my team, have seen a lot of inspiring qualities from the Hidali that were brought aboard this ship. And not the least of which from young John. I know, I actually don't know much about your societal structure. But I think there is something to that kid. I think it would benefit both of you, perhaps even more, to give him a chance. See the potential that he has. I think I understand. I should leave you to rest. I should let the Chancellor know that um, I am well. Thank you again, Captain and Doctor. Of course. We take Right, my feet, my words are starting to go. Um, <laughs> life is incredibly important. As the captain said, all life. And despite any of our cultural differences, standing by idly and letting one life fade when When it doesn't have to is not the Federation way. And it's not my way. When um when she said 
as they keep reminding me in reference to her importance to society. Mm-hmm. How did she feel? Um, taxed. I think my camera went back to being super wide angle. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah definitely a, a sense of um, um, living with the fame kind of thing, a taxation. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All right. Okay. With that, uh, do you want to have anything else you guys want to do? You want to give that report uh, about the the found is that something you just wanted to, to do tonight or do you want to move on and call it a night um i don't think we necessarily need to play out the report uh you know we can mm. i think o'connor has has things to share on that report it's up to you guys i mean then maybe o'connor should be the one to report it to the captain that's fine sure yeah we don't hear a lot from o'connor no, nope. you're not. All right. Uh, going to go to the captain's ready room for this one. I am assuming the captain has the base report. Um, when you go to yeah, give him any, any of your commentary. On the pad. Yeah. Uh, O'Connor is an ensign. Correct. Yeah. Okay. For now. Ensign, I've gotten your preliminary report. Is there anything you have to add? She's, um, she is standing at attention, um, but keeps like absently like wringing her hands and then standing back at attention. At ease, Ensign, take a seat. When, when John was explaining the Alira's theory, um, that, that something like this, this energy wave could happen if a if a ship were to to ex- explode in slipstream. Um, it it seemed like perhaps this was an accident that something had o- o- over overpowered, overclocked, whatever. Um, but And I didn't put this in the report, sir, because it's a, a well, it's only a theory, and if it's a it's a big accusation. Um, what if they were working with the Romulans as well and installing the same technology on their ships, and it was intentional? And they've done the same to us, and we're just sitting on a time bomb, and we don't know. Well, I can at least put that last remark at ease. We did not uh, we did not get any modifications, and those modifications didn't have anything to do with a slipstream drive. Nor do I believe any of our Federation ships were offered strips, slipstream technology. We were augmenting our sensors and computer systems, I believe. As for the Romulans, 
the Hidali are free to pursue relations with any of the species they come into. And we do, we do have our own relations with the Romulans as ill-defined as they are at the moment. Since they were not offering us slipstream technology, unless there was a significant gain from the Romulans, I would be hesitant to assume that they were being granted slipstream technology. That does not mean that there is not some other cause for concern. This is not a technology the Romulans have ever to our knowledge, been able to utilize in any meaningful capacity. No, and if they weren't given the technology, but tried to reproduce it or reverse engineer it, maybe they believe it would help. We've had enough complications with our new Hadali neighbors. I don't think we need to exacerbate those by chasing such a conspiracy. I welcome the theory and the caution, though. Thank you, sir. Is there anything else? Nothing. And good work. Dismissed. Thank you, sir. You will. Get up, please. All right. That sounds like uh, a good place to stop. Yeah. <clears throat> so, with all that out of the way, what moment stands out most to you this evening? Uh, this, this, what was that, Brian? I was just going to say, uh, no, go Brian, ahead. go. No, go <laughs> ahead. You got set that a lot today, Brian. That's what I was going to ask you first. <laughs> oh, the, the surgery went well. Uh, I like that scene. Uh, it was a uh, fun scene to end on as far as like the dramatic climax. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack, you had some? I was just going to say this was a very Dasavi heavy episode. This was it, a Dasavi centric episode. Yes. And there, there's always those every now and then you get, uh, you know, an episode of, of Star Trek. I'm, I'm specifically thinking TNG, where the camera mostly follows around a single crewman, and yeah. I felt like this was this was very much uh, Desavi's episode, and I really enjoyed every part of that. Um, and I think the conversations with um, Alara, uh, yeah. John's mother, yes. were Alira. Um, yeah, uh, were really were really good conversations kind of uh once once again very much like the captain but in desavi's own very different twist balancing diplomacy and her own ethics uh and then the counterbalance of uh of alira in understanding that you know her her own moral and ethical take from her society's point of view uh you know is it really a choice how can i no matter how much i i i care you know be the one to condemn space einstein right or her son 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was an impossible decision. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think Dasabi in multiple, uh, I, I should say, uh, Yeah, in 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 multiple instances, you know, really hit all of that. Yeah, I really liked the conversation between uh, Alira and Dasavi, and I liked, I liked the conversation between um, the Chancellor as well. I, uh-huh. had, I had fun playing those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the the fact that it was contrasting yet still kind of on the same page. That was hard for me to come up with how I was going to do that. So. I, I did have an answer for what Alira was going to do if things went poorly. Uh, and I'm glad I didn't have to choose. <laughs> I was not looking forward to that. There there were so many different, different avenues I was going down. Yeah. 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 I had a whole thing planned out. Like, all right, if this happens, I'm going to do this next. Or, well, going forward. And if I do this, this is going to happen. If the players do this, this is going to happen. I was waiting for secret agent Tong to get even the slightest whiff of this, but throughout these last four games, Tong has had no realization of any of this political yeah. mumbo jumbo. He's just been down in engineering, making sure the ship doesn't explode. Yeah. Um, this, some of the stuff will play into uh, a secret agent episode that's coming up actually. So uh, who best embodied their character in this session? I mean, a lot of it was focused on Dasavi, but mm. Um, I just want to call it that moment. I really liked Dasavi having a um, uh, religious moment, and I would love to drill in on that further. Yeah, if I have some homework. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I looked it up. I looked it up. There's literally just things called the four deities. That's it. <laughs> right, right. Just any more uh, conversation. I really, I think I'll, I'll say that one for the. What would you like to change? Um, Anyone else have a best and oh my goodness, best embody their character kind of situation moment thing? Um, I very much enjoyed getting to see Delphine. Um, I mean, like really the the innovation we talked about it last time too. I really really love that innovation of hooking the captain up to his chair. Yeah. Um, and getting to see her snark in a not. I, outside of the i have a chip on my shoulder way that she's right. been snarking right i liked the sass uh, between yes. her and the cat the back and forth yeah, yeah that was fun and Am- ambrose was dealing with a lack of uh what was the term for lack Blood? of oxygen he, he was he was, he was <laughs> slightly hypoxic yeah. for a little bit there so he got a little snarky yeah <laughs> the captain's hypoxia makes him a believable human being <laughs> <laughs> if he likes it better that way she might just make sure that he was always short of some blood uh, just, just yeah just mess with the lung turn down the uh the oxygen <laughs> output on, on his artificial lung yeah yeah you're setting at 75 but it's totally fine yeah yeah um what oh, i won't do that one we that's a question that we don't really work for this group um oh yeah i don't know what did you see from another player or character that you want to see more of in the future uh, brian obviously said you want to see more right. of the yeah the um religious stuff with the savvy yeah. i liked seeing and i would like to see more of um i really liked koba's enthusiasm for finding that there's a weapon here and that this has 
I, I, you had this hint in your voice like, yes, I want this bomb, but also they should not have this bomb. We need to do a thing about them. Not they should not have this. Um, I don't know if you if you intended it that way or not, but there was definitely a hint of uh, like responsibility and Starfleet thought in there for a second. Uh, yeah, you know, he's he's mostly joking when he says he wants a big bomb for right. long systems. Right. Uh, but yeah, he's always joking until you say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I liked that. Anybody else got one? I I liked Koba being the uh, the diplomatic envoy. Time and place, man. Time and place. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to tell them about this, uh, you know, go screw yourself kind of moment like, that they can do to you. And, you know, we'll go to war over this. We're, we're willing to Fine. do that. Fine. <laughs> Koba's more than happy to go to war right now. <laughs> Dear diary, today I started a war. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get some a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> i liked it i thought it was good no it was great i All loved right. it if you could change one thing unless you got something you got anything for that jack for that question um what would you see what would you want to see from another player or character this is like the if you're in stars and wishes mm-hmm. what's the wish from another we would like to see from another player yeah uh i don't know i think it it comes back to once again i think Dasavi is is slowly falling into the the number one role uh and with the captain confined to his chair for a bit there and i think uh we saw a lot of that today and i think it would be interesting to see more of that going forward so what you're saying is Um, we're almost ready to kill off yeah let's let's yeah we can we can all play captain for a little bit um I, I also really like that last scene with O'Connor coming to the captain because yeah. we we haven't really seen anything major from O'Connor before. I feel like O'Connor's lacked any sort of um, uh, not not necessarily substance, but any sort of confidence mm, yeah. uh, in in vocalizing uh, you know her own character. Sure. So I I enjoyed that she came to the captain. I feel like O'Connor had a lot more going on in season one and earlier stuff. But I agree, like mm-hmm. all of this this season, there hasn't been a ton from O'Connor. She's been kind of just background. Like, well, she's supposed to be background. She's a yeah. background character. Yeah. But, um, well, and she, with, with her anxiety, she she's a background character and she makes herself background. Right. Mm-hmm. He is very content to hang out in the library with Eva and right. like my headcanon is like O'Connor and Tong probably have a pretty legit relationship because they're when whenever Tong's not in the transporter room or in engineering, they're both in the library with Eva. Right. All right. If you could change one thing about this session, what would it be? Um, I had something a minute ago and I forgot what it was, so I'll come back to that for me. I felt like everything fell into place a little too mm-hmm. neatly. You guys can't fail roles. Like I, this whole session yeah. didn't fail a single role, so. I know, I know. And you I mean, only got well, that's not true. We did fail rules. We just happened to have the momentum at hand. Right. To fix the failure. Yeah. Uh, uh, I threw complications at when I could, like a you know, just free willy. Uh, free mm-hmm. willy. Yeah. I know you did. I think that actually is something I would have changed because the complicate it was that final surgery, that complication. Well, we saved the patient, but your complication was she's going to be brain dead sure so we didn't really succeed if well, failure had- was she's dead and complication is she's dead so i think a different complication 
I, because I love complications, you know, I love complications. Uh, so if that complication was something more feasible and something more narratively interesting, uh, I think that could have added a lot more to the story than me frantically going, okay, how can we stop this? Sure. Because. So there were two options that I had for you guys to, I I had forgotten the other option. I'd forgotten that there was, I knew there was a thing you could do with momentum that you could stop it. Mm -hmm. Um, the idea of being alive and being alive, but not having a functioning brain is another thing that that would have the complication wasn't that she was brain dead. The complication was uh what comes when the when the Hidal find out mm-hmm. that she's brain dead. Um that's the real complication for that one. So the idea that she's alive technically she's alive. It succeeded. The body lives, even though the mind doesn't. That to me is a, a whole moral argument in and of itself. But also I left the door open for you, spend the momentum and you can you can put her back in stasis until you can find another another thing. She's now stable. You can either give her back to them or you can continue to find another solution later. Um, and my thought was you would that she would go back and they would find a solution at some point or you would find a solution at some point, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but the idea was that there would be that moment of this isn't working. What do we do? But the organ mm-hmm. succeeded and so on and so forth. And really with the... the I don't know what the complication would be medically at that point. Cause it had to be a medical complication. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, you could have, you could have just like said she's going into free fall and we could have done a, a, a scene where like, I mean, that's done. basically what it was. It was just but, mental free fall rather than bodily yeah, free fall. Maybe we should have just played it out. Shit. More. Yeah. You know, there was, there was some sort of, uh, damage either physical or physiological or neurological that made her a phasing. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, which, well, I, yeah. I, I think, unfortunately, in in my mind, at the very least, mm-hmm. succeeding the role didn't mean that, yes, her physical body lives. Yeah. Succeeding the role means we have successfully completed. We have successfully navigated this dilemma <coughs> by, you know, fixing the problem. Sure. So if the complication was the problem is not fixed, that means, you know, we succeeded, but also we we failed. So why did we bother succeeding? Sure. Um, it can be tricky to come up with complications like that, especially uh, on the fly. Like, cause I didn't, I didn't really have yeah. one in mind for that. Cause I wasn't sure how far we were going to get with the, mm. the, the doing the, you know, replicating of organs yeah. and stuff. Cause technically that's not something Starfleet would really, that's not something Starfleet actually has the technology to do per the show. Like you can do it, but it's one of those things where that's why the difficulty was so high is because it's not really a federation mm-hmm thing you have you have broken significant ground by doing this um yeah i think an interesting complication uh could have been as uh as i've said um you know that that she would develop it would become evident later on that she developed some sort of uh mental condition aphasia or maybe lost memory uh temporary or permanently um or or had some other like like, nerve damage or something right Uh, in a a reoccurring character that's an absolutely good thing to do but if we're wrapping this up and she's we're not going to see this character again sure um i don't know if we're gonna see the character again or not i don't plan to see this character again but that doesn't mean it couldn't happen and i i suppose i could write another episode about that but i don't know what that would that's one of those yeah. things where it would be a complication that would never really necessarily be seen. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so. this is all valid. I'm not yeah, I'm absolutely. Not, this isn't what I meant, though. Uh, I will say, I I suppose I just meant more. It it seemed a pretty cut and dry dilemma. 
it could have used uh, a little more of a chaos element, you know, something, you something, the, the overall dilemma, the overall dilemma. Yeah. Like something there was that, plenty of chaos in it. I, it's cut and dry because we're on camera and there's, there's sure. okay. we're, we're That's who we are, but like, if, if you're watching this kind of situation and like, the, so the other complication that I was going to have was, uh, if we hadn't, ideally, if I'm writing everything, I'm writing everybody's dialogue, I'm writing everybody's scenes, everything else. The the, the complication is, um, like I, they I go to the, the, the Alira and them, to, they, you can't do anything. You can't fix it. You need to have their doctors, so on and so forth. And ideally then Alira de, uh, decides, well, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. She takes, uh, uh, she asks for um, diplomatic immunity or whatever, not immunity, but asylum. asylum. She takes asylum. The complication comes in now is that when the father decides, uh, uh -huh. but he's my son and the legalities of their culture says, I'm willing to kill you to get him back because you've now stolen one of our citizens against his will. Um, that's kind of where the, the long-term complication would come in, but that's not something that I could... I was looking for ways to make that happen, but there really just wasn't an opportunity to push that narrative the way I wanted to. Sure. I, so. I would have I would have loved to see them try to take her from us. Like I would have loved, you know, uh, a hallway phaser fight or them powering up phasers. I, threatening. I can't see how that ends in. I, you're not wrong. I don't I see mean, how that can't end in a way that she ever gets to go back they ever get to have a, a they now have to stay at that point right they can't go back um, i mean why would you, you why, have to why, why would they want to go back why wouldn't they be able to go back well, because they basically started a war with the federation at that point i mean like i mean you guys there's no way this crew in my from my estimation of the way you guys have played your characters in the past there's no way they fire on someone on the ship this doesn't end in tears <laughs> right um yeah, and that's yeah. kind of disappointing. That's kind of, I will say that's kind of a disappointing thing about this group is I feel like it's it's it doesn't leave that little adventuresome wiggle room yeah. wherein you can solve problems without them turning into absolute cluster. I think that's a problem with role-playing groups in general. I don't think it's I, yeah, tantamount. I, mean, I don't think it's yeah. just this group. I think that's a thing that happens in that is a that is a very much a role-playing a role player mentality like i it's it's win or lose for most players um it, that that fearic victory is hard for players to accept um, uh -huh. so i'm not opposed like i think you're not i don't think you're wrong i like the idea i love the idea um from a realistic standpoint of what i thought i could get out of the player group i don't think i don't think i'd try that in any player group because i don't think it would ever end particularly well um mostly um, because I, my players would always just be like i and i murder them and then i shoot I mean, them it would have given, given, given us a chance to try to like try and do peace with them yeah. like we could have negotiated them stand down and you know we could have done some social roles which we don't mm -hmm. get to do very often yeah we don't do a lot of social roles. I, I was actually waiting for that i i think it out of out of any episode we've done before this was probably the best opportunity to do that because the ship was not in the this like ambrose could only take that so far without going so far of 
you know, because we were no match for the other ship, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not in the state we were in. So I think that that could have been a time to press something like that because Ambro couldn't just say, okay, red alert, we're going to duke this out. Right. Yeah. I was actually, I was actually waiting for that. Yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, though, my, my mind never really went to that just because that's my experience with players has, yeah, you know, um, and it's not just well, you guys. It's my experience with players and role playing in general. I'm just well, doing there were, Yeah, no, absolutely. That's why we do yeah. these feedbacks. Go ahead. Go ahead. F. Um, there were points that it could have it could have trended in that direction had there been different character choices. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was there was definitely that initial social conflict where the Savi had to fight with herself to say, I will stand back and let you do your thing. I'm not going to stop you. Right. Because what she wanted to say was, fuck you. Right. You can get off my ship. I'm going to fix this problem. Right. There was also never a point in any, of, I, I think, at least not in Ambrose or DeSavi's, well, it's definitely not DeSavi's, um, portrayal that there was ever any consideration that their point of view might not have been 100,000% correct. Um, which is not to say that it, it isn't because it certainly that's the correct, that's the choice that I wanted you guys to make, but um, it was very much like, and I will kill you to do this. Um, but I, I would say that Dasavi very much dictated the moral course that was charted throughout oh, these last couple episodes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if, if Dasavi wasn't there or Dasavi was a different character, Ambrose could have. I, I think there's two problems. Uh, one is the IRL situation and timing of this episode. Yes. Uh, in that uh-huh. we we could not, in any public facing good conscience, uh, say anything other than bodily autonomy right. is necessary. Right. Uh, and I'm not. I'm, I don't even that that shouldn't be expressed in a sarcastic way. Like I that, that, that's not my intent. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we we could only through our characters and, and you know, we we as people are not our characters. But right. even taking that in mind, there's only so far we could push that, push that towards compromise or push that towards right. just letting it go. Uh, that that kind of hampered us there. Yes, that's a pro- uh, that's one of the problems of a public forum game. Yeah. But right. but also in that when you have one character that says adamantly, I am not doing this. This cannot stand. Right. Uh, right. It kind of means that either everybody has to back up that character or there's way more problems. And when that problem becomes an inter-party problem and not a party versus external force problem, it becomes a lot more difficult. And in my personal view, a lot more cumbersome and at at cases annoying and frustrating. to And unfortunately, that's one of those things that comes into if you're writing the episode and watching the episode, you can have that conflict between Riker and Picard. Yeah. It's a lot harder to do here without knowing the story ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Um, I would have, I would have loved to see Dasavi talking to more people and getting like their opinions on the whole thing. Like, I, I, I did would... want some more downtime. That's the other thing that I wanted to see. Not more downtime, but more like interpersonal moments. Um, that was the thing like, that I wanted to see more of. Was like, I really wanted a chance to have another scene between Kostra and uh, Niala. Niala. Because yeah. I, I wanted to have another scene with that. I wanted to see, I was trying to see if I could get Kostra to be a little bit more. Um, uh, to have more of a, a, a position on the events going on 
Um, I mean, you could. It, it, the thing was, uh, I never felt like I had that opportunity because no, I, I agree. We were doing that extended task most of the yeah, most. I, of the I agree, and I, I believe that's the reason why I didn't go for another scene was because I don't think either one of those two characters really had a chance to. Once the situation became, uh, Juwan is injured, and now we're dealing with it. Neither Kostra nor uh, nor the other character had really a lot of opportunity to come back into the scene with anything yeah. other than the little bit of context that they had. Um, and I purely blame myself for this. I really wish we'd had a scene between Dasavi and Oniat where we reflected on like the the parallel between uh, John and his mother. Mm-hmm. That would have been fun. And I, 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 I wish I'd thought of it uh, earlier in yeah. the session. That it's, would have been fun. It's one of those things where it's the, the, Telling a great story with tabletop is really, it, it's fun to do, but man, you look back and like, man, if I could do it, if I could write this episode, this is how I would do it. And this is what, yeah, these are the yeah. scenes I wish I could have. And this is what I wish every player would do. Um, and that's, you know, it is the nature of, of the game. Um, that's also why we do these after things here. So now, now if you wanted more, more chaos, if Tong had gotten wind of any of this, cause Tong kind of did connect a little bit with John. And I think yeah. Tong sees a lot of himself in john sure so if tong caught wind of any of this uh there would have been something very similar to an enterprise when trip uh you know took took the the progenitor kid or whatever it was called uh you know not not really kidnapping but we're gonna take you to this other part of the ship and not tell anybody about it (laughs) right right. we're gonna dislocate you from the rest of the crew i think we can can all agree that maybe the next time something happens like this we should definitely have more like interpersonal conversations about it so that way it's like not just confined to like one or two people yeah well there's also only so much there is only so much you can do yeah because this is game three or four in this particular episode and that's fair yeah i i mean part of the reason it took this long was because i was trying to get a little bit more um Hmm. i wanted well one i had to make sure that you guys set up to actually like the characters um to set up the the major uh conflict of the series of of the episode and then resolve the conflict um yeah the 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 sterilization thing felt like a bit of a macguffin and or a bit bit of a red herring in in hindsight uh it was um it was you guys ran with it way harder than i thought you would that was there to set up that they don't necessarily have full autonomy over their well, bodies. Right. Again, the the IRL presentation of this yeah, this episode. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, that, now, and as as yeah. to like other inner crew conversation about it, there really isn't anybody else Dasavi would have consulted or would have talked about it. Right, um, but that's something that Dasavi that you as a player might want to think Dasavi could because now you're in charge of the crew like you're now talking to crew every single day Uh you're you're in charge of excuse me all personnel decisions you're in charge of scheduling you're in charge of conflict between the crew um dasavi is taking on a lot of pressure other than the captain she has no one she's talking to it might be an interesting concept and i don't i don't have a suggestion who it would be um to find another avenue to someone to talk to and again i don't know who it would be when i was playing the doctor in in um brian's game the only person that the doctor talked to really was the captain um specifically because you know the separation of for me it was uh, about being able to to do your job and with disconnect 
um, mm. in the medical field, but that doesn't necessarily have to be what you're doing. So, right. Well, in this, this case specifically, um, and there are, there are two reasons that she wouldn't talk to anybody else about it. One, the, the biggest of them being any decisions that are made are going to have massive repercussions. And she wants everyone as many crew as possible to have plausible deniability. Sure. She laid it at the captain's feet because chain of command, she had to, but anybody, nobody else needs to know. Nobody else needs to have any space for the Federation to say, you could have stopped this. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she's going to get court martialed, it would have, it would have fallen on, I think, it would fall on you guys anyways, but I think that would have been an in- interesting conversation yeah. for, uh, Dasabi and Kendall to have. That could have been. Yeah, even like if they didn't talk about that specifically, like if, even if we just the idea of just saying I'm not going to tell you what's going on and this is why, right? Yeah, would have been a good one. Um, um, a chance to see Desavi's thought process outside of just talking to the captain, I think, would be interesting. Um, Jack had some of that with some of the I can't remember. We had a really Jack stuff uh, when we were building up Ambrose's external thought process was really more with the the NPCs. Uh, and NPC specifically, um, and uh, mostly NPCs. So it was a, he's had a chance to do that. You really haven't had a chance to have any personal conversations with anybody other than the captain or um, some a little bit with Kendall, but there's always, they've always almost always turned professional pretty quickly. Right. Um, so Dasavi's always been kind of um, the, the professional face um, and it'd be interesting to, it, it, and I said, I'm not saying that I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying it would be an interesting thing to see um, if we can see some more of the behind the behind the process of what's going on with her with other than just the captain. You know what I mean? Mm. Which could be on me. I could possibly get I could possibly come up with an NPC that would be someone you could talk to. Um, but it could also be interesting to you have Kendall you could talk to. You have the doctor you could talk to not the doctor right. to some extent, no. the fiend, because you guys work yeah. together. But right. Well, and that's that is. um there is yeah. a lot of potential for Discovery and Dauphine. Um, and that is the way that I think we talked about a while ago, having them trend in that direction. Um, and then Dauphine has been a little problematic uh, <laughs> of mouthy. late. Mouthy. A little mouthy. <laughs> um, so also- she's gone from that. Like we started to get a little bit of the softening. And then Dauphine was like, I promoted myself. And I'm like, no, we have you now? Okay. Yeah. You could also talk to Yezabeth. Uh, Jorad was her friend. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, that... Uh, the, it could be the, interesting conversation, especially because of the awkwardness of uh, she's yeah. way, way lower rank than me, and I don't know her. Well, yeah. She's way lower rank. She's way younger. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you but, could do the... They got the Cisco thing, right? They got the, that, was, yeah. that was the interesting yeah. thing about Jedzia and Cisco was that they had a previous friendship, and I would love mm. to point that out uh, yeah. from he has a best point of view so that's another possibility yeah all good options and like i said it's just <clears throat> um things that we can do to to try to make some of the characters a little bit uh to get a little bit more insight into some of the characters i think so yeah um i don't have anything else uh does anybody else want to have anything have anything to add or subtract or criticize me over or you know give me <laughs> my address so you can drive here and slap the crap out of me i don't know what's going on um everybody ducks jeff <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not going to demand it, but if you're going to offer, I'll, you know, <laughs> it's a long drive, man. It's a long drive. You're not even in the same time zone, but look, the reward is worth it. It's true. True. Yeah. I have a very slappable face. 
<laughs> All right. I, I do have something I want to talk about, but I'll wait till after. All right. I don't have anything else. Uh, on behalf of myself, uh, the rest of the crew, and uh, all that stuff. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I was. I don't know. It was a so good long. As, what's that? Good session. Yeah, it was, was a good I, session. I thought it was a good session. I thought it was a good three arc story. Um, <clears throat> there's always things you can look back in hindsight and be like, "Well, I could have done that." Sure. <clears throat> all right. Um, live long and prosper, or so long and thanks for all the fish, or something like that.